on a jacuzzi in the back row at the movies. <laughs> you can suck my dick in. Okay, hey. Interior yeah. crocodile alligator. I, I drive a Chevrolet movie theater. Oh, God. Oh, God. This monitor is all funky. Is it funky? It's funky. It, it's funky for What's me. What's the matter? Does it sound funky? It sounds funky because I didn't quiet? have the thing twisted. Yeah, turn me up. Just to turn yeah. me up. Bring Aubrey, the noise. Aubrey had me turn this down last uh, last week on uh, uh, okay. Goose Chase. That's better. Is Aubrey, that Aubrey right? has very sensitive. Humor. Yeah, it, it doesn't help that we have like this thing jerry rigged together <laughs> in such a way that's like, you know, I, I have fifty different adapters to get this crappy. I would headphones. love someday for this room to look like an actual studio and not like a dining room table with shit drilled. Through. <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing is, like, we look more like a podcast studio than I think most. Like dumbass local oh, podcasts yeah. oh, yeah. too. So, I, I, people are like, "Wow, you guys are like serious." Whenever I show them pictures, and I'm like, <laughs> nah. "Wow, we're like drunk every time we do this." <laughs> like, it's, it's not. It's like the table's covered with ashes, Tabasco, and bottle caps. Right. This isn't it's, a serious this is, operation. This is not a serious operation. You are ruining this whole operation. So anyway, uh, hey, we uh, are back with Three Dude Show. Hello and welcome to the yeah. Three Dude Podcast. I feel, like, feel like that's the best intro we've got. So yeah, we gotta, it's good. Yeah, that's, I like when you do that. That's Ben. That's, yeah, that's I like when you that's do that. That's Ben. <laughs> it's me. Um, we are back. It is the 11th episode of this season. We are it halfway is. through the year. Whoa, oh, living on a beer. Living on a beer. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? No, like seriously, we should be. We should have had more of these by now. Yeah, that's you know. that's all right. We we've both we all three of us have a lot going on this yeah, year. Yeah, right. It's been a busy. Uh, it's been a busy year. Yeah, we've just been so busy. So busy. <laughs> it doesn't sound convincing when you say we've just been mm-hmm. so busy. I've been real busy. You know, uh, mm-hmm. picking the uh, boxer shorts out of my ass crack. <laughs> When they get wedged up in there. Uh, well, sh- no, shut up. You've been out of town. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I got engaged. You've been. I'm getting. <laughs> doing whatever. <laughs> you know, you're, you're thing. You know, you're doing stuff. We, you got stuff going stuff. on. We've, yeah. We, yeah. We, got, we have D&D going. Uh, yeah, D&D is the number one killer. Yeah. So what, I guess what we're saying is uh, we need to cancel all the D&D shit. We're Stop. never doing it again. We're done. We're done. Matt, if you're listening to this, Fuck, Fuck you. you. Go to hell, you fat sack crap. <laughs> Gase is just gonna uh, retire oh, oh. to that Wonder Mansion and and fuck ghosts until he dies. Yeah. Uh, no, let's not uh, let's not cancel that because D and D fucking rules. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's really great. Uh, it's we so we fun. still we still got to know whether uh, whether our our ranger is yes. uh, is going to be declared innocent he or not, may or may not be going to jail. It, I'm going to jail. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, we're back. We're doing the thing. It is time for me to tell you guys all a very unfortunate which I am very dismayed to tell you. Oh, no. Uh-huh. We're fucked. Oh, shit, dude. God we damn are. it, I hadn't realized that. Yeah, we are, in fact, fucked. Jesus Christ. Super fucked. Yeah. Um. Ooh, smell this. It had acid cigars in there. Those are, like, the infused citrusy oh, ones. That smells good. It smells, it smells like a scratch. Oh, oh, it's really man. good. Yeah, it does. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah, it's really pleasant, isn't it? You know, yeah, that the thing is. about acid cigars is like, I don't feel like they're a very highbrow cigar, no, but no. they are pleasant. Here's the thing. I used to be one of those, like you guys know, I, lo- I yeah. love cigars, right? Yeah. So I, mm. and I, for a long time, I was one of those weenies who had a, a cigar aficionado subscription for a long time. <laughs> oh, this asshole yeah. monthly. Yeah, right. So it was <laughs> here's like. Here's what I'm smoking. And here's, here's what, what I'm drinking. drinking. And uh, I, I like. Uh, Morty. You know, I used to sh- turn my nose up at these. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, well, because they do, right? Yeah, it's like uh, the industry yeah. looks down on it because you're smoking on some level potpourri. Right. 
Which, okay. Okay, but, like, the thing is, who cares? I don't care. The whole I'm, point of, like, we, we've talked about this before, like, the affordable luxuries, right? Right. Yeah, okay. I, was, I was just going to say, I'm certain I've talked about the difference between a, a, a $30 steak and a, a $2 hamburger before. Right. And how you yeah. just, just yeah. kind of want a $2 hamburger sometimes. sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, like, if this is what you like... I have a big problem. Okay, so let's just segue right into this. That's why we're fucked. All right, let's do it. Let people like stuff. Yeah. Let people like stuff. People are allowed. Uh-huh. I had something else planned, but this is more important. Let people like stuff. It's it's like a thing where, where people are like, oh, I like this band or... Yeah. Oh no! I fuck those guys. Fucking suck. How could oh, you hate that? Oh, they were cool, but now no, they're, they're not fucking, cool. Shut, shut up, asshole. <laughs> Let people fucking like stuff. People are allowed to like whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. If you don't like it. Then fuck you. The thing is, if the joy is just on shitting on things without any like, yeah, because I feel like that's usually the thing is like people will try to prop up their desire to shit on things. People want to feel superior. Yeah. So they'll try to use some kind of like basis. In fact, to back that up, you know, they'll try to justify certain things. Well, this isn't really pure enough or this doesn't have the vision that this used to have or whatever. But what you're really doing is enjoying shitting on things people like. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's not cool. Um, incidentally, this is, uh, it's, it's the, I bought a new pipe box because the acid cigar box is deeper than the other box that yeah. I was putting my, uh, that's smoking a deep box you got there, but it's a real deep box. It's a deep, yeah. that was a thick s- box. That's a sketch <laughs> I wanted to do on the show, but I feel really uncomfortable doing. It was like what, a saying box that much. No, it was like, <laughs> I, I had an idea for a sketch that you're never going to hear on the show. <clears throat> that was like a gynecologist, like. <laughs> giving oh, it yes! giving an exam that I was remember. like like and it, everything like in the whole like the first minute of the sketch everything's normal like oh well go ahead and get your legs up in the stirrups you know and then he's just like oh yes I see mm, man man ma'am your your pussy is deep Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ it's, it's no, we're never gonna do no, it we're never no. gonna do it because I feel no. really uncomfortable but doing it but on some level it's really it's funny. really funny I just don't feel comfortable going there to have like a middle aged man being like well okay oh, everything man, in the pussy yeah. looks all yeah, your right pussy looks really good here uh, this uh mm-hmm. just let me give it a little you know yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You know, this is like it starts out normal never, and gets his never never, never. Oh, man. Oh, wow mrs <laughs> jones we, your, your pussy is so deep <laughs> we we would be so uncomfortable doing this as yeah, we say yeah, right. proceeding to do the entire sketch yes yeah. okay yes uh, well but you know <laughs> the thing is i i, I feel uh, weird like propping it up with editing and like Putting yeah, a bow on sure. it all nice and neat. It's okay to putting like putting that music in the background. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like it's like EDM. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Is this a gynecologist at a rave? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Incidentally, that all started because <clears throat> I peeled this uh, acid cigar logo off of the inside of this box. And like it yeah. smells really good. It yeah. does. So just fucking like whatever people like, man. The affordable luxuries. If you're uh, if you're a craft beer guy and you see somebody uh, drinking a Coors, well, okay, not a Coors, because <laughs> that sucks. There are limits. <laughs> there to are, this. Let's be real here. If you're a craft beer guy and you see someone drinking a Budweiser, don't fucking shit on them. Yeah, yeah. right. Like it's it, it's okay for people to like other stuff. A Budweiser is two dollars and it gets you drunk. Like, yeah, who, right. Who fucking It'll gives get a shit. You drunk. Yeah. You know, everything has its intended purpose, its intended audience, sure. and its uh-huh. time and place. I told you, right, right. My, my favorite beer is Carling Black Label, which is arguably the shittiest beer. It is way <laughs> down there. It is not good. Yeah, but at but least it tastes like something yeah. unlike Coors, and yes. that's the real point. And that's the point. Yes. Don't drink Coors. That's why we're fucked, because there's it people just, still drinking Coors. That's the thing. It's like, you know, it's better to be bad than to be untastable when it yes. comes to beer. Yeah. 
Sure. I love Black Label. I can get behind that. Yeah. Carling Black Label tastes like college to it's, me. It's better be infamous than unremarkable. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would say so. Fucking Benjamin Franklin over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, why don't uh, I tell you why we're fucked? Okay. Uh, hey, if you <laughs> must. I am feeling fucked. Uh, not really fucked. It's, it's kind of a thing. So I quit smoking more or less a week and a half ago. No more nicotine. Welcome to the club, buddy. So I'm still puffing on the vape, but there's no nicotine. Except, in it. of course, for that cigar that you smoked An before we started. An occasional cigar. Yes. Which I yes. do think is uh, it's it's a thing I don't feel that bad allowing myself to no, do. No, it's not. If you can handle nah. it, just do it. Right. It's totally different than buying a pack of cigarettes. And it completely so is so different. You're doing it for relaxation, not for compulsion. Yeah. yeah that's afford. We're talking affordable luxuries, man. That's yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the thing with like. Smoking and vaping regularly is that they are maintenance activities. Yes. You have to do them, so you do them as often as possible. Yes. Um, and so I'm trying not to do that. I uh, the, the real reason, actually, the, the, the top-level reason that I'm fucked is my blood pressure is enough to kill a horse. Yes. So, <laughs> so I went to the doctor like two weeks ago now, and uh, it was very, very high. And he gave me a couple of options, one of which was go to the hospital. And I was like, I don't want to do that. No, hell no. Um, <clears throat> it's awful. Can't you give me like a Tylenol or something? <laughs> well, that was my thought. I was like, can you give me a pill, please? Yeah, right. Anything. And so I asked him, honestly, I said, Doc, okay, if I was to go home and take whatever medicine you prescribe me, what is the actual risk to me to do that instead? And he looks at his computer and looks at me and goes, probably pretty low. And I said, okay, let's do that. Then. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, so it's been a couple of weeks. I'm on medication for that. I quit. Uh, I quit vaping. Um, I have dialed back on caffeine almost all the way. Yeah, that's going to be a big negative for me, bud. Yeah, it's a problem, right? <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. And for the most part, not drinking so much beer, although tonight is going to be a complete wash. Yeah, um, well, fuck it. But for the most part, it's like drinking one or two nights a week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a little. Maybe more, but less overall. Sure. So it's like I'm trying to do a lot of things to deal with that because now I'm 32. Yeah. And all of a sudden, after 30, everything just starts, starts going, going down, down the hill. Yep. yep. Tell me yeah. about it. I'm getting there. I'm feeling the pre-30 jitters here. Yeah. Like it's, uh, uh, it's coming. Uh, Morty. Morty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's really it is I, I feel fucked because I desperately want nicotine all of yeah. the time. <laughs> and I told you. All the time. As someone who is nearly four years quit at this point. Yeah. You still smell the smoke and go. It's not going to go away. You're you're always, for the rest of your life, Yeah, you are never, ever, ever going yeah. to get over it. I know. It gets easier. I'm sure it gets easier. It gets much easier. Yeah. But you're never going to get over it. You're never going to not want it, right? <clears throat> and I'm one of those weird people who, like, I have to be around it when people are doing it. That gives me my fix. If someone's, if there's a group of people standing in a circle smoking a cigarette, I have to be there to, like, bum off of the secondhand smoke, and I'll go... Oh god, that smells good. And then I'm uh, and then I'm good. I'll follow people just like no, that's all right. I'll take a couple of steps to my right. That no, smells right. nice. No, like that's the thing. Like and everybody always does that. They go, ooh, you know. But like, okay, that's how I get through it. Yeah. Like if I didn't, I can't like run away from it because I spent so right much goddamn time okay. doing it. So like, I just need that little. Just that, a bit. Just that, to remember that it's there. Two good sniffs of secondhand smoke will get me through weeks yeah. without a craving. Okay. Like, it's just, it, you know. It's, right. like, it's like poking a bruise or something. You yeah. just have to do it. You, you have to right. feel that yeah. thing right. again. Well, like when you're a little kid, your tooth falls out. And you just kind of poke yeah. where the tooth was. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. 
Yeah, I, I kind of miss that. Yeah. yeah. I was well, just, just thinking about that. Here's what you got to do. You got to start smoking. <laughs> and then, then you lose all your teeth. Right. right. There you yeah. go. When one of your adult teeth falls Brilliant. out, that is really fun. Yeah, that'll wake you up. I'm going to start smoking right now. Shit. Yeah. Do you guys have nightmares a lot that your teeth are falling out? Uh-huh. That's that. It's it's because they're afraid of losing time. They say that I've heard losing control because mm. teeth are a symbol of, I don't know, like some like aggressive action or control over things. Sure. I've, I've never had that dream, actually. I, I've heard, I know it's a common dream. dream. I, I, have, I have it often, less often now, Yeah. Uh, but but I used to have it a lot when I wasn't sure where my life was going. Yeah. I, I have a lot of dreams of being chased or followed or like, um, like stared down by a face that I can't see. Yeah. Like I have those kind of dreams, like being, like being followed or being intimidated by something. I have a lot of dreams yeah. where I, I, I have to, uh, like I'm in an unfamiliar place and I have to figure out the rules of the place. Yeah. It's, it's like it, a puzzle. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Or like life. <laughs> I, I have dreams where I'm in the dark and I'm trying to see and I can't quite, and I can't feel the walls. And then I, uh, along across the way, I see the distant face of the hamburglar. Oh, <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know. I have dreams where a pile it, it, of it, beautiful... He's waving my driver's license in the air. What, is, what does that mean? I have dreams where a pile of beautiful <laughs> naked women are just having sex with me in just every Just rolling all over way. me. What does that mean? What, is, what does that mean when you have a dream where you're fucking the space between two women? <laughs> what do you call that? The, I don't know. the space puss? <laughs> the, the gap, the gap puss, uh, space puss, brave cat commander of the galaxy. <laughs> Start it. Yeah, yeah. The space um, puss. Space ah, puss. Yes. Yeah. Um, but set course for pleasure. But big but, but. Why don't you, Ben? Instead now of talking more about space puss, tell us why you're fucked. I'm fucked because I'm getting back into Counter Strike. Oh Against no. my better judgment, for like the seven or eighth <laughs> time in my life. Well, what's, I, a, what's wrong with that? Well, what's wrong with it is the Counter-Strike community sucks. It yeah. does. It, They're terrible. It really sucks. But you know what? I, I, I've i been playing Counter-Strike since like 2004, okay? Uh, not even to that. Like 2001, 2002. Like I, I bought the original Counter-Strike on the yellow CD, you know, Counter-Strike 1.6. Yeah, right. And when when CS Source came out in 2004, I got that. I got, you know, it came with Half-Life 2. So, of course, I got it. Uh, and every once in a while I'll, I'll get the urge. I'll come back to counter-strike and I'll start playing casually, but now I want to play competitively. I want to, I want to do good at this. Yeah. And the problem is, well, I guess it's not so much of a problem anymore. I've been drinking a lot less last week. I went an entire week without drinking. Nice. Um, I went, uh, this is my first time drinking in, in, uh, like three days. Okay. Um, and, and so uh, what I notice is that I play better when I'm sober. You don't say shocker of all shockers. <laughs> I know, but, it, but it's, shocker it's, it's, it's kind of amazing to see it because it, it, it it's like, it's a huge challenge yeah. to the anxiety that I've, I've felt for years and years. It's a huge challenge. It's it's you know my mind. What, is, what do you mean exactly? Like the the not drinking is the challenge. The anxiety. Or? No 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 no. The fact that the fact that I'm amazing at stuff when I'm sober <laughs> is, is is like is like is like my brain saying like, hey, look at this. Fuck you. You're awesome at shit. You know. Yeah. It, it's it's a huge challenge to all of the the nagging doubts in my head. And and so it's inspiring me to be like, OK, well, you know, I can be good enough to, you know, 
to play competitively. Like anyone's good enough to play competitively. Just get placed into the rank where your skill level is. It's just that I, I'm finding the nerve to do it now. Yeah. Well, that's you cool. Know? I mean, you really do have to like tie that to the not drinking and like see like uh, the opportunity there, right? Yeah. And it and I guess I guess really why I'm fucked is is that uh, I know this is gonna end badly. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna decide eventually Counter Strike sucks again. Yeah, right. And I'm gonna go back to playing single player games mm. until like you know a year and a half later. I'm like, man. I haven't played competitive Counter-Strike in a while. Right, I should yeah. go back to it. Yeah, that's the cycle. <laughs> well, wait, why would you stop? What really would make you stop and be like, Counter-Strike sucks? And the I shitty community. The okay. shitty have community. You ever, have you ever played CSGO? I'll no, I have not. I'll have, I'll have one bad day, and then I'll uh, it'll, I'll let it weigh on me. I'm, I'm fucked because I, I, I don't know... I have no guarantee that I won't get stuck in the cycle again of, yeah, yeah. of you know, confidence and then like, yeah, and then I'll have like one bad match, self-doubt. Well, maybe I'll play tomorrow. Maybe I'll play the next day. And then I don't. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fucked because I'm I'm in this constant cycle of of wanting to prove myself to myself in an arena that ultimately in the long run doesn't really matter. Yes. I'm fucked because I take my hobbies too seriously. Oh, okay. I get that. I do um, get that. But I mean, at the same time, I, I feel like I'm wasting time when I'm not doing something where I, I feel like I've accomplished something. You know, I, I want to feel like I've, I've accomplished, like I'm climbing, like I'm improving at something. I always have to be doing something. <clears throat> See, that's the thing for me with video games is I never really feel like anything that happens in them ultimately amounts to a real accomplishment for me. No, beating but a game doesn't feel like a real accomplishment. Oh, really? Winning a match doesn't oh. feel like a real accomplishment. Well, beating a single player game feels like an accomplishment. To no, me. they they definitely feel like accomplishments to me. Yeah, it, they, it's it's something I care a lot about. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm I really do enjoy video games. Okay, yeah. I really feel great when I beat something. I just yeah. I just beat uh, uh, Resident Evil on both routes. Uh, I finally finished uh, Chris's route the other night, which is uh, ostensibly the harder of the my, two. My right? route, which is where I just hide. What's <laughs> yeah. thrown into that nightmare? My, my route where I, I hide just, in the corner just, and eat Doritos yeah, for an hour. I find a nice little crawl space to hide in, and I just sit there and whimper until it's all blows over. Peek out for a second and then go, nope, nope. and come back in. <laughs> no, and, yeah, and, I, and I haven't beaten that game since I had a functional GameCube, which was yeah. years, years and years yeah. ago. Uh, but, it, it, you know, it's on Steam. I got it. I, I beat Jill's route. I beat Chris's route. And, yeah. I, you know, I felt really accomplished doing both of those and, you know, without resorting to like a strategy guide or anything. Nice. I, I get a lot of accomplishment out of these things. It's just I, you know, I'm fucked because ultimately, along with this sense of accomplishment comes a sense of ruin and a sense of defeat at times. Sure. And I guess I guess the way to unfuck myself is to learn how to deal with that, how to accept defeat and how to learn and move on rather than learn, think about it more, continue to obsess about it and not let it leave me alone for the next three days. Sure. See, for me, it's more of an autistic rage when I don't do good at a video game. Yeah, and that's the thing. Me too. Apart. Yeah, and I can't do that. It just gets better. It's, it's painful. I will tell you, I've gotten a lot better too. Yeah, but yeah. But, but a lot of the frustration comes from that. In a single player game, how could a computer beat me? Yeah, and in a multiplayer <laughs> game, 
I don't want to let my team down. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I will tell you, Dave, you are a hard person to play multiplayer games. I know. That's why I don't do it. Just because it's not fun for anyone else. You were like, we did did good when we played Halo at the Bachelor Party. Yeah. No, we didn't. No, we did. It was a a fucking blast. That was a great time. But we stopped playing. Right around the time I started having a horrible time yes. playing. Yes, we did. So that's what I'm saying. This is why I don't do yeah, this but we, with people. But we played for like hours before that. So <laughs> yeah, we made we, it we all. The, a lot. We made it all the way to the point where you were about to start tearing your hair out, and then it was like, all right, let's go get in the hot tub Ugh, God. and relax. You were tearing ass for a while. You were there, tearing too. ass for a while. Like, the thing is, we're we're all bad at it. We haven't played since like 2008. Yeah, nobody so, yeah. nobody plays Halo seriously. Yeah, right. Like, let's be no, honest. not anymore. Not yeah. anymore. Yeah, not until that Master Chief collection. Until Master Chief comes out on PC, and, and then I will play seriously. By which point, I will have my badass new gaming PC. Yes, which I, I am we buying. We were just talking Friday. about this before you came over. Yeah, I'm all boned up about this. I got a huge boner about this. We are absolutely oh, going shit. to queue up in Master Chief Collection oh, yeah. multiplayer, the three yeah. of us, and we are going to just have fun. Yeah. We are going to just uh, gravity hammer some noobs. Ball. What'll happen Grip is ball. at some point I'll just unplug my mic, but I'll still play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's how we'll deal with this. It's just <laughs> you can't hear me rage raging over here, but it's happening. Yeah. So yeah, I got I long story short, I'm I'm fucked because I'm doing something that I know is going to bring me pain in the hopes that it will bring me happiness. And, and the trick is going to be for me to figure mm-hmm. out how to derive more happiness from the game than than uh, damage to my confidence. I got to be honest with yeah. you. I'm more interested in the you haven't drank in a week thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Last, like last week from from uh, the Saturday we were at the cabin up until the Friday we went to karaoke. I didn't drink a drop. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's you know what the secret is? LaCroix. LaCroix, <laughs> LaCroix boys, you get that fucking LaCroix. No, no you LaCroix. get the no, you get the fizziness. It's it's it's, it's LaCroix. So, so no, here's, it, here's the thing. It satisfies the same. I trust it, that it I, works I, for you. I get the fizziness. Mm-hmm. I I get the muscle memory sensation of lifting yeah. a can up to my lips. There's no sodium. There's no sugar. So it's it's yeah. It's just sparkling water. That's it's perfectly fine for me. You get the, you get the, the. That's what I've been doing for the past week and a half. Mm-hmm. Is LaCroix. How many LaCroix have you drank in the last week? Like twenty four. Okay. The the only reason I'm drinking tonight is because it's dudes' night. It is dudes' yeah, right. night. Tomorrow tomorrow night I'm gonna be sober. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's the thing. Like I, I, I'm a firm believer that drinking is only a problem if you if if you or the people around you tell you, hey, you have a serious problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know. Drinking, drinking to feel normal is not is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the thing. That's what I do. I yeah. drink. I drink to feel normal. I feel like I don't have a personality when I drink. But after a week sober, I feel like I absolutely have a personality. Of course when I'm you sober. do. Yeah. I'm, I'm, of course you I'm do. just as awesome as I am. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and and people so, aren't going to like you any less if you're not drinking. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And that was my confirmation. So that that's that's going to let me. Tomorrow I'm going to be totally sober, and I'm going to yeah. be totally sober until the next time we get together, yeah, most right. likely. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you know, my big scale back point for drinking was I remember I had this is this is, is like this the, is this the story yeah, you were just yeah, talking about? Yeah, this is like I uh, I had a moment where I was like coming home from somewhere, yeah, where I was not drinking, yeah, and it was, it was like twelve forty five, yeah, or it was something. like twelve forty five or twelve fifty, and I got home and I changed my clothes, and I'm like, oh shit, I have to get to the gas station before. 
they stop selling beer at right. one in the morning. Yeah. And, I'm, and uh, I got to go that, get some beers before I go to bed. That's and a I, concerning thought, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So I went to the gas station across the street. I bought three Miller Tallboys and I pounded them <laughs> silently in my bedroom. <laughs> And then went to bed. What did I do that for? Yeah, like, why do I, like, can't, I just want to, to yeah, go to sleep. right. And yeah. I was sitting there, like, and I'm laying in bed after I did that because I just pounded them and I went, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I was I'll, like, I'll tell you, man. I was like, whoa, that's, uh, that, the, this was years ago. It may as well have been oxygen yeah, tanks. Right. The chamomile tea, the sleepy time tea that yeah. you just see in the grocery store. Yeah. It works wonders. Yeah. Now, what if you were to mix that with LaCroix? Oh, shit. Well, it would probably suck. I don't want to drink fizzy tea. No one makes fizzy tea. That there, doesn't there make any sense. There should be fizzy tea. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I drink fizzy tea. All right, like, I'm going to test this. We're going to make fizzy tea with club I have, soda. I have a soda stream upstairs right now. Listen to me, bitch. Oh, Jesus Christ. You, you throw down on some fucking sun tea and put some fizziness into that bitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, fizz up that tea. No, I'll tell you what. You know, you, I could see a fizzy uh, Arnold Palmer. Oh, a fizzy yeah. carbonated yeah. Arnold. That's, that's a fizzy palmy. A fizzy, fizzy palmy. palmy. A little, I could see a carbonated a fizzy palmy treatsy. Honestly, a little, a little fizzy palmy treatsy just for meatsy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I've said this before. If you ever want to sober up to anybody who's listening, this really. If you ever want to get your mind straight and sober up in a hurry. Don't be afraid to go to a meeting and listen to the people who actually have a problem. Right? Yeah, and there um, are there are secular meetings too. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna shy away from AA, which I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. right. If you if you want to go and like just sit down, that's one of the things that helped me when I quit smoking cigarettes. Is like I had the, it was a group that was at the hospital that they would pay for your patches. Yeah, they would take they would like pay for you to quit smoking, and and all you had to do was show up for an hour and a half every week in the morning. Yeah. To sit down and talk about what it's like to be addicted to cigarettes. Yeah. It's I, so much better when you have a support group of people around you. Yeah, that's that. the thing. The biggest hurdle is judgment. If you can make it past the the fact that like no one if you can make it past the judgment stage and yeah. be like and realize no one's going to judge you. Exactly. Right. It, that's the that's the big thing. And like you have to it is the AA philosophy. The first step is like acknowledging that you're powerless to control what you're doing, which you know I, what I mean? don't actually like. But I get no, but you, you do have the power. That's yeah. the thing. You, you, just, do. you just got to know how how to how right. to fight back right you need the tools but conceptually there's some truth to that like you you, you can't just you can't just do this anymore you can't just stop right you yeah. know what i mean you you need some help right yeah yeah like, the not, fact that you're here and making some kind of commitment means that by yourself you haven't been able to do this so far right. like i get that yeah yep yeah you, I guess, I guess what we're really saying is go to a meeting, everybody. <laughs> Even if you're not addicted to anything, just go to a meeting. Even it's if fun. you've never touched a drop of anything, go in your get life. that. Go get that free coffee and donuts. Hell yeah! Why don't we use this opportunity to take a break? That's a great idea. I got a piss. I got a piss too. We awesome. will come back in a minute with uh, "Would You Rather," who and the main segment for this episode. Hell yeah! All right. Welcome to the Three Dude Podcast. Hey, yeah. Ah. Uh, you can find us at threedudecast.com. If you're wondering whether that's spelled with the numeral three or the word three, the answer is yes. We're so proud of ourselves. We're so clever. We're such clever boys. Wow. <laughs> We've switched hosting to Podbean. You can still find us on iTunes and Google Play. Mm-hmm. So give us a like. Yeah, give us a like. Give us a listen. Give us a review somewhere. Give, give us a sandwich. Give us a high five. Give us sponsorships. Please give us a hug. Give us that money. It's it's all on Netflix. 
I'm just saying. I saw a top 10 anime list recently that didn't include Bebop or even Evangelion, and I was like, nope. Plebeians. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. feels plebeians. like those have to be on the list. What, what, yeah, right. what was it? All like fucking little girl <laughs> anime with like. Yeah, uh, say, yeah. Okay, I would. Sailor Moon was on there. I'm like, okay, I'll give you Sailor Well, Moon. yeah, Sailor Moon, obviously. Sure. Um, DBZ, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, two two important things for Western anime audiences. Yeah, right. For for the the weeb awakening. Yes, <laughs> the weebening. In the from, <laughs> the weebening is upon us. Yeah, an event that lasted from 1998 through 2005. Yes, I think you're right. Actually, when, when did Toonami go off the air? Whenever that happened, yeah, probably around 2005. <laughs> See you later, um, space cowboy. Well, we are back. Are um, we are. We are back, and I have for you guys a classic Would You Rather. Oh, wow, that sounds great. Um, well, let me just pull up my arches and get going on this Would You Rather. If you want to get up on that train, ride that train, Mr. Train, Would You Rather I'm going to get on this bucking bronco of uncertainty. This Schrodinger's bronco. I'm gonna ride it all the way into the quantum oblivion. Bronco here, he It's a damn fine quantum bronco. Go ahead. So I don't know what that was. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. So Schrodinger's bronco. Let's go. You guys have given me shit before for these things being a little too easy. You guys tend to fall on one real quickly. I think I have one that's going to really stump you. You've, you've I, I vastly just, improved your Would You Rather I'm game. Get, I'm in the getting last better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I know what I like. Yeah. <laughs> well, lucky for you, that's what I like. So, <laughs> what I like. here we go then. Would you rather oh, no. have a traffic cone, a traffic cone, uh-huh. eight inches inside your mouth forever, <laughs> or <laughs> have a. <laughs> you good? <laughs> or yes, have a traffic cone eight inches inside your butt forever. Eight inches inside my butt. What are you talking about? <laughs> you can't. You can't poop easily ever. Just a full. Oh, it's like a, the full size traffic. It's cone. a yeah. It's the big traffic cone. I can't talk though. Eight inches of it. <sighs> I can't poop easily now. <laughs> you know. Okay. Every shit I, I take I is an know. emergency. I already know. I would rather have it in my mouth. In my ass. <laughs> because I can communicate through ASL. Okay. I, I can learn sign language. Right. Have all my food blended and funneled into the traffic cone. <laughs> and I'm good. I can wait. shit normally. Oh, wait. Okay. So they're just going to pour the food into the cone just inside. And you just have this open prosthetic mouth full of the last thing you ate all the time. Yo. People get fed through IV. I'm sure I can be fed through traffic cone and be okay with it. All right. I'm going and with, I'm going as with long ass. As long as I can shit normally and communicate with my hands and my hips because you my will, hips don't lie. You will be able to shit normally. <laughs> now, bear in mind, it's going to be really hard to get into like a public toilet stall because you got this big traffic cone in front of you. That's all right. I'll just look up. I'm, I'm listen, gonna to, it's going to be hard to get into a public <laughs> toilet stall with the cone in your ass, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, with, with the cone in my mouth, I can just look straight up at the ceiling. I know where I'm aiming. I've right. held my dick for 31 years. Right. But you got to think about the downside. You don't have a cone in your ass. <laughs> that's a downside. You don't have a cone in your ass. I mean, that's really 
I mean, don't you want the cone in your ass? No. No? I do. Okay. I, I want the cone in my ass. <laughs> See, he gets it. I want the cone in my ass. Why do you want... Okay, ex- explain the appeal of having the cone in your ass. Uh, well, no. And having your shit trumpeted out every... <laughs> that every, sounds awesome. You, you, can't, you can't sit down on a toilet. You can't sit right. down in a chair. You can't sit I, down, period. I don't right. need a toilet to take a shit. Right. I can just... You can just shit in the cone. How do you sit down? Anywhere. He just lays face down on the ground. Where, yeah. where are you going to yeah. wait for the airplane? Okay, how am I going to terminal? I don't. I don't want to learn sign language. Right. I also want to taste a steak again. Right. So, and I. I, I don't but know. You can still taste, taste a steak, steak when it's blended. Yeah. I mean, I, actually, uh, no. actually, no, you can't. That's a good Not point because really. it's going to bypass the tongue. See, the thing's eight inches into your mouth, which completely bypasses the tongue. You lose all flavor. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's basically it's basically a feeding tube. But again, downside. Downside, you don't have a cone in your ass, right? Wait, which way is it facing the? <laughs> you keep referring to it as a downside. Is it? Is it? Is it like facing my prostate, or is it? Oh, it's wherever you want. Yeah. I mean, you, the thing is, you could lean on it, so it'll you know pivot. lean on me <laughs> when you're not strong. strong. Yeah, I'll, I'll get this cone. <laughs> I mean, you could lean against the cone to pivot it towards whatever part so of your ass you want. Cone. Well, think about how often I could toy my prostate. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, is eight inches past the prostate? I don't know, really. No. But, well. Okay, yeah, that's pretty far But you can't yeah. sit down normally ever again. I lay right. down most of the time anyway. Right. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I hope you want to be a belly sleeper because you're going to be a belly yeah, sleeper. Yeah, I know. I'm. Pre- I, the thing is, I can sleep a bunch of different ways. Right. Um, sleep on your side with a cone poking your wife. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Sleep on your belly with the coat up in the air. Yeah. The other way where the code's sticking off the side of the bed. It would make it easier to butt funnel beer. It would. <laughs> Think about the YouTube hits I'd get. <laughs> so it would be the problem is either way that both of these would be very difficult to go into public with. Oh, you yeah. I mean, you can't. The thing is, most people don't understand ASL. You would so probably you're get still going to have a hard time. Tossed out of a lot of places. Right. Might, people be like, get that cone out of there. And you're like, get <laughs> They're like, oh, I can't. <laughs> that's don't enough. kink that's shame me. That's not very funny, sir. And you're like, I really, I literally can't take it out of my asshole. And they're like, that's not I, funny. So what I happens was, if I someone cursed tries? by a genie named Drug. <laughs> What happens if someone does try and take it out of your ass? Oh, it stays. It's stuck. It's right there. Like it's no like one... King Arthur's sword. You exactly. Can't, you can't pull it out unless you're the chosen one, and no one wow. is the chosen one. Although in this universe, let's uh, say for the sake of argument, I'm the King Arthur in this. I can walk up to you and pull it out of your mouth or asshole if I choose. At any time. But I don't choose to. Okay. Can you pull it out of my asshole through my mouth? Like reach into my mouth and then like yank it out through my asshole? Hypothetically, I guess. Okay. But like that, you know, practically no. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I think I'm gonna stay with uh, eight inches in my ass. Final answer. <laughs> I'm going with eight inches in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I just Ben, I have to stress to you, you don't get to have the cone in your ass if you have it in your mouth. <laughs> eight I inches, know. Eight inches in my mouth. I, the Ben Reese story. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you're just so we're all clear, you're comfortable not having the cone in your ass. Yes. Alright, well that does it then. Uh, that's another in classic fact, would I'm, rather. I'm more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I want it in my ass. Uh, yeah, see, he gets it. <laughs> what what would you pick? 
what would I pick? Real, honestly, like I don't pick. Like here's the no, thing. You, yeah, I want to know what you'd pick. <laughs> I need to know. Well, obviously, I want to have the cone in my ass, so that's a big motivator for. That's what I'm so, saying. So here's right. the thing. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get like a like a like an actual like you know microphone like one of these like not not a headset microphone is what I'm saying. Okay. I'll get on Counter Strike, and and like whenever whenever everyone's like, Yo, Spice Cadet, you 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 should you can't fucking dry peak that sniper i'll be like <laughs> but again to be clear no cone in the ass no cone in the ass okay fine i gotta sit in my gamer chair that it gives me additional <laughs> frames per second it, it helps me be a better gamer to that have a gamer ch- that chair gamer chair adds those that frames chair. yeah well, all right. Well done. As long as I can still lay on the couch in some form, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, definitely belly down. But Whatever. Yes. It's fine. <laughs> or, or facing the back of the couch. I guess are your two <laughs> options. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I could just get one of those couches like that turns into a bed that I don't have a back on. Oh, a uh, 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 oh, what are those called? Murphy beds? Yeah. Or, or like yeah. the um, the pullout couch. Not even that. I'm the the, the beds that like that are in like multiple pieces that you can rearrange to a bed shape or a couch sectional shape. couches. Not a sectional. There's a specific I had a name family once. <laughs> uh, anyway, you cannot buy my sectional couches. What was that? I'm forgetting. No, that was a Louis C.K. Saturday Night Live sketch. Oh, that's right. The guy who's selling the sectionals. Right. Yeah, like it's like basically fictional couches. <laughs> it's a long form story about how he doesn't have a family. Anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I had a family once. <laughs> Guys, we're not allowed to laugh at Louis C.K. anymore. That's true. Ooh. Nope, not allowed. Can't That's right. Him. He 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 took the the the. <laughs> Took the fun out of exposing your genitals to people. Yeah, no. What's what's the what's the metaphor? He took the five finger train to whatever. What? The, he death punched his career. With I'm five trying to fingers. think of a metaphor for masturbation. God damn it. Um, <laughs> he uh, he took the the skin train to Tuna Town or whatever it is. <laughs> I can't remember what the fucking. What is happening anyway? Skin trade. The skin trade to Tuna Town. <laughs> How do you describe <laughs> male <laughs> masturbation? I don't know of any other way to describe it. The I, skin trade. I just don't. <laughs> the skin trade to Tuna Town. I don't even even know. Uh, well, I, gotta, I do know. I got to write that whole thing down. I have a lot of experience. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. All right, uh, let's move on. In other news. Uh, let's move on. Gerald Ford was eaten by wolves <laughs> today. He was delicious. He was delicious. A helicopter chopped him up <laughs> in a little bit. Gerald Ford dead today, and I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald Ford dead today at the senseless age of 83. Well, all right, boys. So I had a hard time coming up with a topic. Uh, I really this has been frustrating. It's getting harder to do. Um, It's getting harder and harder to create. It's got a lot to do with my own creativity. Uh, I'm bad. I'm bad at coming up with a topic, too. That's why I said at some point we're going to have to reevaluate this topic. shit. You got to go wild. You got to go real wild. Or or we could could dip into the listener bank and have them. Yeah, for us. There are there are topics our listeners have suggested. There's also topics that we have promised 
to revisit. That's in the true. Future. We have true. plenty of opportunity to revisit. There, there's true. always if, room for a history part three. That's right. And if all that shit and movies part two for that matter, oh, and movies. music part two, um, so, and and we didn't do a schmorp and dorp and mega episode part two yet. Either. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Maybe we don't even need one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so here's what I think I'd like to talk about. Is <clears throat> I mean we granted we talk about this a lot on this podcast, uh-huh. but I'm about to build my gaming PC, which I'm super excited about. So, what I'd like to use this episode for is you guys who are much more knowledgeable, who have much better repertoires in this way. Bullshit. I, I want you to put together for me the games I have to play on this beefy ass. Oh, okay. Shit. No, not bullshit. I can recommend you <laughs> so many games. And and this, uh, really, the thing is, like, also just, like, stuff that I might have missed. Because, I mean, you guys, I, I think you guys know more about games than I do. Hmm. I think you guys have, like, a like a deeper bench. Yeah. So I thought maybe we could talk about stuff, that, like, hmm. the stuff you had the most fun playing, the stuff yeah. that's replayable right now. <laughs> Witcher sure. 3. Witcher 3. <laughs> I, I've, I've sunk, uh, uh, by last count, I, I want to say uh, 108 hours into it. Yeah, um, 108 is a lot. It's a lot. And uh, I, after I beat both expansions, I'm going to go back, because I didn't realize, spoiler alert, there's multiple endings to Witcher 3. Oh, oh I shit. think I heard that. Um, and I got the bad ending <laughs> the first time, and it was sad. It made me really depressed, actually. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm going to go back after I beat these things. I'm going to start New Game Plus, and I'm going to get the good ending because now I know how to do it because I cheat once I beat the game. And I, I see, like, okay, here's what I did. What could I have done differently to yeah. get a better outcome? Mm-hmm. I cheat in that way. I got gotcha. you. Um, as far as as far as having a, a big gaming PC, what kinds of games do you like? Yeah, I would say that's the first question. Aside from sure. the shit that he and I have recommended on the show before, right. that's what I'm trying to. So, let me put it this way: like, what for, do you want to play? I think I want to play more RPGs. I started playing the first Mass Effect, never finished it. Oh shit! So here's a question right off the bat, bro. That's step. Which of those games should I play? The Mass Effect games? Mass Effect series. At least one and two. At, okay. le- at the very least one and two. Is three not as good? Three is good, but one and two are like the core. Two especially is like particularly Two good. is incredible. Yeah. Really? But yeah. you but you need the context of the first game to play Correct. the second. Okay. Don't skip um, the first game. The first game is worth playing. Also, do yourself a favor and figure out how to keep Rex in your party. <laughs> Re- yep. Rex. Rex is Who is fantastic. Rex? You're going to want him. In- Rex is a Krogan. The Krogans are are a very large tribalistic society. Okay. And uh, ever since the uh, genophage was introduced to to reduce their birth rate uh, in a in a because case. they went to war with a uh, rival alien species and they oh. they came up and with this thing called their reproduction. They called this thing came up with this thing called the genophage. So it's like one in every twelve Krogan males has the ability to reproduce. No, no, it's 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 one in every like one hundred births are viable. Yeah, that's it. Everything oh, else is stillborn. Um, oh. so, that's so, fucking awful. So yeah. so a lot of Krogans being the the fighting and fucking type of species, like you know the fantasy Klingons, uh, <laughs> kind of resign themselves to mercenary work. Like, well, I'm gonna die one day, so why not go out and battle? And then, sure. you know, I, I won't be around to see my entire species die. Um, Rex Rex is uh, a, a uh, Rex is the Krogan that you have in your party. He's the 
absolute best upfront fighter yes. that you have in your party. He, okay. He'll he'll rush in with a shotgun and be able to tank a whole lot of damage. And he's a great character aside from that, like written yes. really well. Oh, okay. he's really he's every character in that series is fantastically written. Maybe outside of Ashley, Ashley's yeah. kind of a racist. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> You'll see. You'll I, see. Uh, I don't mind a well-written racist when it comes to my video games. Sure. She is a well-written racist. Well, absolutely. Okay. Well-written's um, good. I'll, I'll so, give you this. There's a there's a great. I, I mean, you Ben, you're gonna remember this. There's a great joke in the first Mass Effect where they're talking about like. Is this Garrus? Selling Krogan testicles on the black yeah. market. They're like, oh, they go for 10,000 credits a piece. That's 40,000 for the whole set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Krogans yeah. have four that, testicles. That, that, Very that, subtly. That yeah. dialogue ends with the great line, somebody out there is making a killing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. yeah. Krogan uh, testicles. So, what, so are, they, are they that much better than the third one? No, I don't think they're. Uh, you know what? The, they're the third one is is kind of its own monster. Okay. Yeah, it's it's very different than the first two, and it's. I think part of the problem that most people have with Mass Effect Three is that it wasn't. It had Peter Peter Molyneux syndrome. Oh, and that it wasn't. Right. It wasn't what we were told we yeah, were going so to he get. Overhyped it like he right. overhypes everything. There were supposed to be dozens upon dozens upon dozens upon dozens of different endings for Mass Effect Three, depending on exactly what you did. Yeah, there you were get about three, 12? and they all ended in the same three? way. Yep, three. Yep, they all ended the same way, and it wasn't uh, bad. Like it didn't end poorly. They 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 redid the endings incidentally yes. after yeah. after uh, its Enough initial reception. Yeah, right. Um. So if you're after a good story, uh-huh. Uh and and uh maybe you so a a shooter that I can recommend because I you know me, I love my shooters. Mm-hmm. Uh with a fantastic story is Metro 2033. <laughs> you have recommended this before. Metro 2033 is depressingly beautiful. It uh it takes place after the nuclear apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, you start out as a as a young man, just barely eighteen, named mm-hmm. Artyom. Uh, Art, Artyom. 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 Uh, it's it, it's the Russian version of Arthur. Oh, okay. Um, Artyom. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, Morty. Uh, and uh, you start off in essentially the last surviving humans in Moscow have have retreated to the metro, the subway. Yeah, so, like, what happens in between, like, now and the year 2033? Like, what's the idea? It <laughs> Nuclear war and, okay. and the mutations that result. Uh, the, the surface is uninhabitable. It's not like fallout. It, the surface is uninhabitable. All human settlements are, are in different stations of, of the metro, at least wow. at the, the settlements that are known about in Moscow. Okay. You know, completely separate from the rest of the world. Um. Artyom is is sent out to uh, at first to deliver a message and it becomes something more. Uh, all the while, you start seeing uh, what what uh, your character's uncle believes is the next evolution of humanity, Homo Novus. Oh, okay. Uh, you know these mutants nice. that are that continue to invade <laughs> these these settlements that are in these old metro stations. Okay, um, but like, what are ultimately like mutated surface people, right? Yeah, just just the mutants of of humans and animals that have that have spawned in the nuclear apocalypse. Mm-hmm. You do go up to the surface. The surface is 
a challenging, uninhabitable hellscape. Uh, you you have to watch your oxygen level, for instance. Okay. Uh, you have to. Uh, uh, Wait, how is there no oxygen in 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 this? Well, well, no, there is. It's it's just that the air is radioactive. Oh. You have okay. to change your filter every so often, and oh. you have to make sure you have enough filters before you go up to the surface. Okay. It's a wonderful story-driven game. It's based off a series of books. Uh, like like actually a lot of uh, uh, Russian games are Stalker itself is Stalker. Oh, Stalker itself is based off of a, of an Andrei Tarkovsky film that okay. was itself based off of a short story called Roadside Picnic. <clears throat> is Stalker still good? Stalker should, I, is, should I play that? Stalker is buggy. It's pretty buggy, but it's mm. good. It's absolutely worth playing. Yeah. Stalker is magnificent. It's at it. I haven't played. I haven't played a lot of games that are as atmospheric as Shadow of Chernobyl. Yeah. Oh, God. Anything Chernobyl-related gets me super excited. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, like, we talked about it before, and I seconded your recommendation. The <clears throat> the miniseries on HBO about Chernobyl yeah. is one of the best things that they've ever put on television ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it, it's one of those I gotta things. I got to watch it sometime. It's it's good. It's a tough watch. I don't have HBO, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm the, used to tough watches. You got to yeah. watch it for the memes at this yeah, point. Yeah, right. Because at, right. at this point, the memes are so good. <laughs> not great. Not, not terrible. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, I got one for you. If you're looking at RPGs. Yes. Um, and Ben, I'm sure you'll back me up on this. Uh-huh. If you are going to play one Fallout game. The Fallout game that you should play is New Vegas. Absolutely. I keep hearing this. The only one that is developed by, it was developed outside of Bethesda. It was developed by Obsidian Entertainment Mm -hmm. and produced by uh, Bethesda. Uh Okay. So they're the ones who like marketed it, shipped it and all that. But Obsidian Entertainment developed it and built it. And in doing so, they were able to build a better Fallout game than Bethesda ever could. And with limited time and resources. Yes. Which That's is crazy. amazing. Yes. So the cool you played they, they didn't do everything they wanted to do with New Vegas, and yet it's it's, it's ostensibly the best liked Fallout yeah, yes. of the yeah. modern era. It's certainly my favorite. If you're gonna if you're gonna play one, that's the one to play, right? Mm-hmm. So you play a character known only as the courier. Okay. Um, and you uh, are tasked with at the beginning, at the onset of the game, you're tasked with delivering a package to the city of New Vegas. Okay. You know the Fallout universe, yeah. right? Nuclear Fallout. Sure. Humans gather in little, like, apocalyptic settlements that are, you know what I mean? So right. New Vegas is basically exactly what it sounds like. Okay. Um, and you're at the begin at the onset of the game, you're the courier, and you're on your way to New Vegas to deliver this package, and you are marauded and robbed of the package before being uh, mercilessly shot Oh God. Uh, and in le- the head. In the head and left for dead in the middle of the Jesus. Mojave Desert. Yeah. And when <laughs> now, you when you're revived, that's where the game picks up. Okay. Now now Benny, the the guy who shoots you, yep. is voiced, if I'm not mistaken, by uh uh oh, Chandler from yeah. Friends. Yeah, right. Oh, what's his name? Uh, what the fuck is his David name? David Arquette. No. No, no. isn't it? No. Matt no. LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc, no. yeah. No, that's Joey. It might be Joey. I don't. I don't. No, I, Matt LeBlanc is. I've not never watched Joey. Friends. Nah, I don't know. Whatever. I've One never watched Friends. You'll recognize it, it, his it, voice. It is Matt LeBlanc. It's Matt LeBlanc. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. So. So. Uh, yeah. The 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 choices you can make in New Vegas 
far outweigh anything you can make in 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 any, three or four, and almost any game that I can think of. Think of the uh, you remember when I, we were talking about Peter Molyneux syndrome earlier. Yeah, think of the opposite of that. Think about something that goes above and beyond what you expect. Okay, so out of basically no hype. Yeah, there, there's basically like okay, well we're not, they didn't really tell you as much about what detail you can do in the landscape of New Vegas. Mm-hmm. If you want, and there's lots of different endings to New Vegas, yeah. so you're free to explore all of these terrible possibilities. Yeah, and I, I remember a major <laughs> um, choice that I made at one point in New Vegas and immediately saw the consequences of yeah, it. Oh, I, I just I, stared at it and I was like... I know exactly what oh, you're talking about. Yeah. With the... Um, where you actually use the chip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's terrifying. The um, there's uh, there's a lot you can do in Vegas, and there there are a lot of endings to this game. Yeah. A lot of endings that you don't expect. Um, one of the cool things about New Vegas is there are basically basically no unkillable characters. So oh, if, really? So if you want, yeah. you can. <laughs> it'll surprise you. It'll it'll surprise you what you can do in this game. If you, you and will, I might be thinking of the same character yeah. in this moment too. <laughs> um, you can do like you know how most Bethesda games like there's there's quest characters in sure. most of the like the Elder Scrolls games. Yeah. Where you can't kill these people because they're vital to the story. Right. You don't have that problem in New Vegas. Okay. You'll see quests will disappear if you kill certain characters. But for the most part, you can, and people have done this, you can spend hundreds of hours and go through and mercilessly slaughter everybody in New Vegas if you want. Okay. Um, it's, it's outside of Deus Ex, maybe the most open-ended game I've ever played. It's, it's incredible, actually, the kind of things that you can do. And then there's, there's, as far as an RPG element goes, yeah, um, it's a Fallout game. And, you know, at its core, they're still modeling this after a Bethesda game, which implies mm-hmm. a lot of different character building. Yeah, right. Say what you want about Bethesda, but they have the upgradability pretty much down, yeah. right? So Obsidian yeah. took that and run, ran with it. Um, so much so that there's, I think I've showed you before, there's a compilation of a guy breaking into one of the um, major faction camps in the game and murdering everybody with a BB gun. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, because he has that high of a skill with the I, rifle. Yes, I you with the rifle. That, yeah. yeah, you could you could walk through this camp at, at a high enough level like and executing just executing people and silently just execute people with a BB gun. <laughs> yeah. What's what's incredible consistently amazing to me about uh, Fallout 3 did this as well. But uh, New Vegas, I I feel, did it even better is if you have a character with like one intelligence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your responses will always be like caveman talk. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really funny. And then the characters, every voice acted character around you will react to your stupidity, which is hilarious. (laughs) They had they have an entire route of the game entirely in the event that your character is too stupid to talk properly. Oh my God. Um, there, there's a, there's a guy in, um, there's a guy at one point who, who represents a secret society. I don't want to give away too much, <laughs> but he's, but he says, are you a bringer of war or peace? If your intelligence is like one or two, <laughs> your responses are warm pizza or huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> and it's it's one of those games that like <laughs> the thing I like most about it and the thing I like most about games like this is it's not a game like um, like Elder Scrolls will throw more difficult enemies at you the higher level you get. Mm-hmm. 
When you mm-hmm. go into New Vegas, you are in the shit immediately. Right. If you wander into a high level area, you're going to you know better be high level. Right. Yeah. You're going to know right away if you're somewhere that yeah. you're not ready for. Okay. Um, and, there, and there's no <laughs> warning to it. Like you, sometimes you'll just walk around and something terrible will come out at you. Yeah. And you'll go fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's what's really refreshing to me about New Vegas compared to the other Fallout games is like the other Fallout games treat you like a virgin of the wasteland. You know, you're fresh out of the vault. You're yeah. you're in this strange post-apocalyptic land that you don't know. The courier doesn't deal with any of that. He's been around. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He yes. or she. Yeah. They don't really tell you. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. the courier knows what they're doing. And and uh, that plays into a lot of your responses. You all have responses like, well, you know, while I heard yada, 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 or, you know, it'll it'll reveal the world. It assumes you're familiar with with fallout. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. At least tangentially, but it gives you responses to say like, well, I heard blah, blah, blah. And that's, you know, that's how the player knows. Yeah. OK. Um, it also has one of my favorite factions in gaming ever, which is Caesar's Legion. Caesar's um, Legion is terrifying. Yeah, they are. They're, they're basically this faction of uh, soldiers led by uh uh, what's say Kaiser Kaiser <laughs> Kaiser that's how they that, Kaiser that's yeah. how you're supposed to pronounce it in yeah Latin. um yeah uh, uh and they are every bit as terrifying as the Roman Empire in this post yeah they got they have slavery a, a, they use women for for breeding stock essentially mm. yep. Jesus uh uh if you if you get it and play through it, uh, let me know what you think of the lottery. Yeah, uh, the lottery is yeah. fun. Oh god, this sounds horrible. Um, I don't want to. No, know no, what, no, no. The lottery is a lot of fun. Trust I, me. I don't know. You, I don't want to know what they're. No, you get to meet the winner of the lottery, and he's so hype. He's so excited. This sounds so bad. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. The it's lottery. Great. The lottery is great. Trust me. You'll like it. No, it's great. I'm sure uh, everyone loves. Oh the god, lottery. what's what's that name? What's the name of the the guy with the big scary armor? What's his fucking name? Oh, uh, fuck! What's his name? I can't remember. Ah, I can't remember. There's, there's a guy that's under Kaiser's legion. That's um, he's like his second in command. He's the second in command, and he is every bit as uh, he's in this like gold plated regalia, full head suit cover. You know what I mean? Jesus. Yeah. And it's All just right. like when you meet with him for the first time, it's just so intimidating. And he, and you know what? You know what the real bastard of it is is considering the state of the world at the time, you can't really blame them for wanting no. to to bring everything under their yoke to get things back into order. Yeah, every faction I th- blame them. every faction I think in the game is identifiable in some way. Like you yeah. can relate to what they're trying to do. Mm. Uh, what there's four or five main factions. I can't I can't remember. Yeah, that. you got the the Powder Gangers, right? The Great Cons, yes. The NCR, the NCR Legion, is the big one, the Legion. Uh, of the Kings, yeah. <laughs> Um, the, the kings are the best. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's lots of different factions, and yeah, New Vegas is great. You yeah. can align or unalign with any of them as you see fit, or mm-hmm. as I said before, if you want, do whatever the fuck you, you want. do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to, like basically be a mass murderer and go around and kill everybody in the wasteland, yeah, you're free to do that. God, yeah, everybody. I when I say everybody, <laughs> I mean. Everybody, yeah. There is nobody that you cannot murder in New Vegas. Well, that sounds fun. It's a blast. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> it's so good. It's tough. You yeah. like the thing is like it's. I think you can like most Bethesda games scale down the difficulty a little bit if you sure. want to like, 
you know, not have to panic when you stumble into an area that, you know, some shit. There's there's some shit that's like at the beginning of the game where if you stumble into the wrong area at the wrong time of day at the beginning of the game. Yeah, it's like. Oh, I'm not I'm not ready for this yet. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. you got to be you got to watch what you're doing. Uh, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. You should if it. you're in RPGs, that is like yeah. the most open ended RPG. I, you know, I started playing Fallout 4 and I haven't finished it. It's and OK. What, Fallout 4 is all right. It's OK. I, don't, I didn't dislike Fallout 4. Yeah. Um, um, New Vegas is objectively better. Yeah. By by yeah. a wide stretch. Yeah. I will I will take this opportunity to uh reiterate what I was telling you earlier in the evening. The Witcher series is fantastic. Yeah, right. You mentioned The Witcher 3. So sell me on The Witcher 3. Sell me on it. Sell you on The Witcher 3. And also like bearing in mind I, I probably won't play 3 of anything. So in The Witcher 3 Imagine you wander into town, some some middle of nowhere town. The wind rushes through the elms and the oaks. Okay. A peaceful little town, and and you notice a, a sign on the notice board that says, "We're plagued by a by a wraith. We're plagued by a a uh, a, a specter that haunts the well at night. Mm-hmm. We don't know why she haunts the well, but she's already taken some of our bravest men." Can anyone help us? Well, luckily for you, you are Geralt of Rivia. (laughs) You are a you are not only a witcher, but one of the best witchers. So what what is a witcher? You got to help me with that. Professional monster hunter. Okay. a witcher. A witcher is a person who is taken as a child, subjected to mutations. Experiments. Okay. Basically mutated into the best possible monster hunter he can be. Cat eyes, heightened reflexes, enhanced senses. Okay. The ability to to knock back uh, toxic potions without dying. Uh, potions that help him in combat. Uh, potions that will help him see in the dark. Mm. Uh, all sorts of different things. Uh, a, a mutant that is... is is grown and cultivated specifically trained in many different combat styles, elven, human uh, expert with any weapon he holds in his hand to hunt monsters. Okay. (laughs) Unappreciated in his world. People, people look on witchers as mutants and freaks, but a necessary evil because sometimes the well out, the well just outside your village has a wraith circling it and anyone who tries to go and fight it meets a grisly end and so you gotta hire a witcher you gotta yeah. throw some coin out to a to an itinerant monster hunter okay and uh and they gotta deal with it um witcher 3 takes this idea to to the best possible extreme because it's open world Right. Mm-hmm. OK. It gives you a general area like let's say you get a contract to, to a general contract <laughs> to to hunt something nasty. The villagers might not even know what it is. Mm-hmm. A bunch of our brave lads have ventured into the woods and they to hunt this thing that has been slaughtering our cattle and they haven't returned. <laughs> it has been slaughtering our cow you, over and over. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did I say cow? Cows? Oh, uh, cattle? I think cattle. He said cattle. I, I thought he said cow. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's, a, this one keeps slaughtering oh, my cow. Fucking hell. No. If I didn't know my I cow would self-resurrect, I could, I could just get beef for eternity. <laughs> Keep putting the cow back together and it keeps taking it apart. God damn it. <laughs> No, so so uh, so you you go into the woods. You have a, you have an area to look around in. Use your Witcher senses to to look for tracks. Okay. Uh, any any blood? Any maybe any tufts of fur left on the trees? Maybe it's a werewolf. Maybe you don't know. Okay. So uh, Witcher Three does the best possible job of of putting you in the role of monster hunter detective, putting together the clues, figuring out what it is that's that's uh, causing the people so much trouble. Mm-hmm. You got to follow the tracks. You got to venture deep into the woods. You got to put two and two together. And when you know what you're dealing with, you have to go into the pause menu, consult your bestiary and be like, okay, what, what oil do I need to coat my blade in? You know, okay. what, what kind of potions should I have ready? It really does the best job of, of making you feel like a professional. God, okay, that's really cool. Why haven't I heard this before? The idea that it's it's partially detective work is really sweet. Because the first Witcher didn't do it that great. Okay. The second Witcher did it better. Third Witcher did it best. Okay. Yeah, Third Witcher is like, uh, and it's sold copies, but it didn't sell, I think, as much as it probably should have. I feel like the first game went gangbusters because, like, Everyone heard about it. Everyone yeah. wanted it. It was hard to install and all that stuff. It was. And, it was. Like, it got a lot of buzz. It it built up an incredible world. The yeah. first Witcher did. The cool thing about Witcher Three is that they supported it years after. Yeah, like they kept adding stuff to this game, and they like the fan base for it um, continued to play it years after because there was so yeah. much content on Steam right now. There there are at least eight free DLCs for <laughs> for Witcher Three. And then two additional DLCs that you're meant to play after the main story that are essentially additional storylines unto themselves. Again, uh, the the first one I'm playing, uh, uh, Hearts of Stone, mm-hmm. is a story unto itself. I've I've dumped a bunch of hours into this story, and it's incredible. It it it's gotten me choked up at points. Oh yeah, like. Yeah, I like good story. I like something that's like genuinely moving. If you like good story, start at the first Witcher. God, that's so much work. Have a str- that's so much work. Have a strategy guide on hand because again, like I told you earlier, the translations are not great. Yeah. It's not always Morty clear what uh, what the game wants you to do. Oh, God, it is it is worth it. I can't imagine playing all three of these. I couldn't either, but I'm I'm I put 60 hours into the first Witcher. Yeah, I put uh, maybe 40 <laughs> or 50 into the second one. The, the second one's pretty short. OK, uh, and and now I'm I'm up to like 108 hours in the Witcher three. OK, and it is one of my favorite games of all time. The, yeah. s- the story absolutely is worth it, I think. OK. Um, well, I have at least The Witcher 3 on my list. Yeah. I have at least that. You can you can play Witcher 3 without having played the previous ones, but you'll appreciate Witcher 3 more having played the previous ones. Yeah. You know, the, there will be characters that show up. There will be callbacks. Mm-hmm. 
there will be things that that show up in Witcher Three that you'll definitely appreciate more having played the other two games. I got a question for you guys. Okay, I have not played one of the Far Cry games. Oh, not really? One. Play Far Cry Five. five. Yeah, I was say if you're gonna five. play one, pick five. Yeah, because it is it is like from a story standpoint. The sandbox thing is cool with Far Cry, period. And you can play yeah. any of them and get the Far Cry feel. Yeah, Far Cry 3 is great. Far Cry 4 is incredible. If you want if you want the story, like the full, like, freak you out kind of story, you want to go with 5. Yeah? Nothing yeah. is more terrifying than Far Cry 5. Yeah. Is this the one with the religious yes. fundamentalists uh-huh. in the middle of the uh-huh. like West Virginia or something Hope, like that? Hope County, Hope County. Montana. Yeah. Montana. Okay. Yeah, and if you get bored playing the game, you can just go fishing for hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, the f- the fishing is so involved. In it's that game. perfect. It really is. <laughs> it's so really? good. Yeah. Actually, uh, I played with uh, a buddy of mine from work uh, on the Xbox. Yeah. Um, just fishing. So like uh, lo- like a lot of the time that I would play like online with him was just <laughs> s- fishing. Just no you know. shit. It is a gorgeous game, and it it it. it it's bone chilling. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very. If, if, if you saw Red State and loved Red I, State, I did. You will. You'll like. Yeah. You will love Far Cry. The 5. intro alone to Far Cry Five is enough to get you hooked on, yeah. on the story. Yeah. Oh, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Where you come in with a group of guys yep. charging a church at night or something yep. like that. Yeah, not even charging. You're surrounded You're by surrounded. armed yeah, rednecks. Right. Oh, that's right. And you, you, you walk to, your way in. Yeah. Like, like, hey, we have a we have a warrant. Please don't hurt us. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, it's a it's yeah, a very things, things go downhill from there. Yeah, it's a very, <laughs> very involved intro. OK, it's a very, very involved game. I. I I can't say enough good things about Far Cry 5. It's really good. Mm-hmm. The people complaining about the endings don't understand what a narrative is supposed no, to be. No, yeah, like. I think the endings were fine. The endings were perfect. Um, well, what's the main complaint about the endings? I, uh, we can't talk I about can't, it without say, spoiling. I, I really, it really I can't. There's not a good way to tell no, it. There's no you, general way to... Um, no, there's... Um, Okay, people people felt like one of the endings came out of nowhere. Oh. But if you're paying close enough attention to it the makes story, sense. it yeah. makes absolute perfect right. sense. Okay, um, so it's really just one of this game's endings that's don't, causing a lot. Here's of the thing: problems. don't learn anything about the, the the Fallout game that came after that, or not Fallout. Don't learn anything about the Far Cry game that came after that if you don't want anything spoiled for you. Yeah. Five. Wait, hold on. They made a, they made Far Cry Six. The, not Far Cry Six. It's basically it's 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 a, an expansion, not expansion. It's a whole other game. It's like the sequel to Far Cry Five. Yeah, Does that makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just play Far Cry Five. Yep, it's really good. Okay, I got um, also also. Uh, you want to befriend Nick Rye in Far <laughs> Cry Five? He has a plane and he will fly around and shoot guys with it. Yep. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> Seems like it'd come in handy every get, now and then. Yeah, get as many allies in Far Cry 5 as you can because uh, almost all of them are really invaluable. You, you got a sniper. You got uh, Nick Rye who's got, the, you know, this fucking plane. Yeah. Uh, you can get a bear. You can get a mountain yep. lion. <laughs> it's, I dig it. There's a lot of good shit you can do in Far Cry 5. I got one for you. Hey, what's that? Did you ever play Undertale? I never finished it. We started playing it together on for the, the show. YouTube show. Play so, it. Play it. Um, I don't know if that counts. I, I guess it's an RPG in a, mm-hmm. in a weird kind yeah. of way. No, it is. It's like yeah. an adventure it RPG. Is. It felt like one to me. Um, play Undertale. 
It doesn't. It's not. The thing is, you could play Undertale like uh, probably with a tablet if yeah, you if, if right. you found a way to mod it because it's not demanding. <laughs> um, but as a complete game that you can get through in a couple of, like a few hours. Yeah. Um, oh really? It's just a couple hours. No, when I say a couple, it's not two hours. It's, it's, like, it's like ten hours. Ten hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like a, a standard sit down session. Right. Um, everything about this game is done with the utmost care yeah. and attention to detail. Every oh. every contingency has been thought out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really? Um, and it's it it's so charming in. It's design yeah. and it's immersion and uh, everything from the sprites that you, that you, and the characters that you get to interact with yeah. to the music to the secrets that you can find to especially the humor, which is what everybody remembers about Undertale. <laughs> um, and really, moreover, to like the to the like to the touching, really touching story. A story that, has, uh, yeah, that can like really get to you and get yeah. under your skin at certain points. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, a, a game where you don't, you can be as good or as bad as you want. You don't have to. You don't have to fight if you don't want to. Yeah, right. You don't. There's like to, a no kill way to beat the game or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you and like you don't. You don't. No matter how hopeless it seems, you don't have to hurt anybody. Yeah. Uh, which is important to remember when you feel lost and hopeless. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to hurt anybody if you don't want to. Oh, um, um, I'm sorry. You can finish talking about Undertale. I, no, I, no. I remembered something really important about the Witcher series that might sell Dave. Oh, OK. <laughs> um, no, it's just Undertale, I think, is one of those. It was one of those. We're in the era now where there's such huge backlash against AAA titles and rightfully so, I think. Yeah. Um, people are tired of the same schlock, and that's where the indie developers come in. Absolutely. And uh, with the exception of, I think, maybe God of War, Spider-Man, and um, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh-huh. um, every really, truly wonderful, great game that has come out in the last two to three years has yeah. been indie. I think um, you're right. And, and it, this is a really good example of that. Uh, everybody... It's like universally acclaimed. Everybody yeah. loves Undertale, yeah. and you'll see why within the first twenty minutes of playing. I should it. just finish it. The it only should. reason I stopped playing it was because we started it together. Yeah. No. And just, I felt like I should. I feel like I should. You'll play love it the characters. You'll it. love the characters. Yeah. Um. They're just. They're just so much fun. Yeah. Lesser, follow follow lesser your dog. gut. Follow your gut. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna. You're gonna know. Um. I just the the enemies are hilarious. <laughs> uh, lesser dog, <laughs> <laughs> lesser dog, and greater dog. Greater dog, yeah. Um, uh, it, it's just it's so cute. You'll, well, it's, yeah. The thing that struck me was when we played, and there was that interaction with the plant early on. Yeah, and it was it was very. I feel like uh, it it told me a lot of things I needed to know about the game. Yep. Very early on, the friendship pellets. You get hit with the friendship pellets. <laughs> right. Yeah. He wants you to pick up all the friendship pellets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the game will mess with you. The game will lie to you. The game will uh-huh. confound you. I uh-huh. like that about it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very interesting. It's really good. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say about The Witcher that, that might sell you on it is yeah. um, there are several major choices major that you make choices? in, in <laughs> major choices in all three games that okay. you might not even realize you're making at the time. But when the consequences come later on, oh. you will know 
how it all fits together. Right. There is no right or wrong choice in The Witcher. There, there is no good or bad choice like there is in, you know. Right. Y- y- you don't have to decide between, uh, as Penny Arcade so aptly put it, being Mother Teresa or Hitler. <laughs> you, you, you make the choice you think is best yeah. with your own gut. And okay. then whatever consequence comes out of that, you kind of have to deal with. Okay. Um, that's that's what I really like about The Witcher. There is no there is no arbitrary morality. You just do what is is best at that moment at that point in time. There's a good and bad outcome to every choice you make. Okay. It just depends on what what your aim is, really. I dig that. I do think The Witcher three is high up on this list. Like I'm writing all these down. I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna what I'm gonna go after when I get the new PC. So even if you even if you don't play the first two, at least watch someone play through them. Yeah, get a sense of the story. Get a sense of the characters because it, it really it really does help. I got you. Um, should I play any of the Mafia games? Uh, play the most recent one. I you know I enjoyed the if you're first gonna play one. one. Uh, the, the entire trilogy is not that expensive. No, the, the, the first and second, I played the first one. I really dug it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is, it's like what the late thirties, mm-hmm. early forties. Well, you know, they're on four now, right? Oh, where's, what's the fourth one? Uh, you play as a, uh, half black, um, I can't remember his name. No, that's a, that's the third one. Are you're, you sure that's not four? You're in Nolans, right? Yes. Yeah. That's okay. the third okay, one. Okay. Never mind okay. that. Yeah. They're, they're just on three. Um, yeah, the first, the first two are in like the, like the thirties, forties, and then like the forties, fifties. Okay. And then the third one is in like the, what, like the late sixties, right? Yeah. It's in the sixties. And it, it, yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're in Nolens. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I, I haven't played, I own all three. I haven't beaten the first one, but I've played it and it's really cool. Okay. Um, I haven't played the, the second or third, but, uh, yeah, people, People say a lot of good things about the third one. Okay. I have one for you. All right. What do you got? Um, the, I don't, again, this is an RPG in the lightest sense of the term. It's more along the lines of the classic point and click. Okay. In 2016, um, they reimagined King's Quest. Have you ever played King? Remember King's Quest? Okay. From the old days, right? I do know what you're talking Sierra about. Sierra Entertainment, the old King's Quest. Yeah. And like Space Quest was the other one. Yeah. So in 2016, they remodeled King's Quest. Okay. Uh, in a five episode installment in each episode was like you, they released it every couple months. Yeah. As people got to play it. Each episode is very long okay. for what you would expect. It's, it's like, uh, you know, between five and eight hours, depending on what you do. Okay. Um, and it tells the complete story. Um, ah, what is his name? King, I, I'm kicking <laughs> myself here. Hold on. Okay. Wait, uh, who? Like uh, someone in the game? The main king. What's his fucking name? Uh, king Graham. King Graham. <laughs> king Graham. I'm an idiot. King Graham, who's like the protagonist of basically every King's Quest game except for the last couple. Okay. Um, so when they reimagine this game, you play as King Graham as an old man, uh, basically relaying to his granddaughter. The story of how he became the king. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it's told uh, to his his granddaughter, you know, basically from his bed. Okay. Um, how he how he became this person, and each episode takes place at a different phase of King Graham's life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
some before he was king, some, you know what I mean? Once you get towards the end of the story, like after he assumes the throne. Okay. Um, it is a wonderfully told story. That's um, cool. It's filled with all the charm that you would expect from the old Sierra point and click adventure games, but with a modern twist, you can actually <laughs> control Graham like normally, as opposed to like having to point and click everything on the screen <laughs> right. to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm an idiot. The the actor who plays Doc on Back to the Future. Oh, uh, uh, Chris Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd, Lloyd yeah. is the voice of King Graham in his old age. <laughs> I love it. Which is just wonderful. It is very Morty. well. It is very well voice acted. It is uh, a story with a lot of heart. And if you want a game where your choices do make a difference, this is the game that you want to pick. And okay. also The Witcher. Yes. <laughs> um, um, okay. I, I want to recommend once again a game that is not an RPG. Okay. But one that you have expressed interest in and haven't played yet. Uh-huh. It's Vanquish. Oh, right. The greatest that- cover shooter ever made. Vanquish is the one where you are sliding all over the place, right? Uh-huh. You're fighting Soviet robots in space. So fucking cool. <laughs> Just like always like sliding into cover. Yeah. Play Vanquish. Uh, it's it can't be that expensive on Steam. It's not that long. Yeah, but man, that's a Sega it, game, right? It is a Sega, Sega game. Sega. It is a great fucking time. Do you know Vanquish? I don't know Vanquish. No, I am going to show you Vanquish when we go upstairs. I'm gonna fucking show you King's Quest. You guys are going. Hell yeah! Oh, I know King's Quest. Did you did you play any of the new the 2016 version? No. Oh, you no, should do it. No, no. It's uh, it was released like a uh, platform wide. Like everybody got a release on it. Yeah. Uh, it dude, it's fucking fun. It's sad in a lot of places, and it's um, sweet in a lot of places, Aww. and it's it's a lot of fun in a lot of places, and it's hilarious. I'm a big fan of oh, games yeah. that recognize the humor that they're trying to go for. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know. Taking that old Sierra model, it's, you know what I mean? They know where to make it fun and fun. Yeah. Can I tell you what game I really want to play that I started playing and never finish? What? Grim Fandango. Yes, I was just going to bring Grim Fandango up. Have you never finished Grim Fandango? I never finished. From the master, Tim Schafer. (laughs) Yeah. Super good. So I got about Um, as far as, like, shortly after you start playing the game, it's like maybe the second mission takes you out to the street where there's like a little... There's like a guy with a tent and he's selling goods or something. Yes. And that's about as far as I got. You met Glottis, I assume. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right, so Glottis <laughs> is the, the best part of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Manny uh, Calavera. Calavera. Manny Calavera. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that is yeah. a, a fun little mystery solving kind of thing. Yeah. It's a, it, you know, and just like those old point and click adventures, like. It's fucking tough. You gotta, you it's gotta, tough. you gotta do some thinking to figure out how to advance the story. What was so hard about those is that they, I feel like they at times deliberately yes, the old it, try everything with everything option. Yeah, because yeah, they right. made it, they made it kind of hard to tell what yeah. things were significant and what things were just yep. sort of window dressing. Yes, which is mm-hmm. which is fun actually. Gabriel Knight had a few of those. Yep. It's like when you discover what the thing is, that's really fun. Like there were there were times in Mist where you'd walk past yeah. a thing a hundred times, <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't realize that it was a button yeah or, you know or that it was right. a little switch or something mist was a real bastard about yeah. that <laughs> i still have never legitimately finished riven but i have uh cheated. riven is fucking impossible it's man. so hard yeah <laughs> fuck riven yeah riven is <laughs> very hard how about okay you played and beat brutal legend yeah 
No. Oh, it's I'm still. I just picked it up recently uh, no. to play it again. Okay, well you Super you good. should fit it. Brutal Legend is great. Yeah. Uh, that Tim Schafer is and okay, Psychonauts. Have you? No. Oh God, you got to oh. beat and it. And they're gonna make Psychonauts too. I know everybody. Every yeah. every fan of that game who was like, no, dude, you got to play this. You know, I, I beat Psychonauts like like uh, about two years ago. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 that was a game I, that I remember. I read the review for that in official Xbox magazine, and I got like a nine point three out of ten. And I'm yeah. like, it was forty dollars when it came out, hmm. right? Yeah, I was like, and, you know, and they're like, oh, Tim Schafer, who did you know Grim Fandango, and like Tim Schafer does, did a lot of fucking shit. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I have a lot of those by the way because yeah. they they were on Humble Bundle. You can get a ton. They were just like they were just giving you a mess of them. Dr. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, but like uh, Brutal Legend is uh, is great. It's it's just what you would expect. It's a game where you literally get to play as a like a, a heavy metal roadie yeah, in, yeah. in the Jack Black as Jack Black sees himself. Yes, right in the heavy metal <laughs> world, you get transported to the world of heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking it, and it's like the coolest. What I love about it is that it is it's it's. So every time you boot it up for the first time in a while, yeah, and you forget that it's it just drops you in a video of Jack Black being like, "Okay, we're going to this record store. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right." It takes you to the back of the record store where there's this album hidden away. Yeah, right. It's called Brutal Legend, and it flips open in front of you, and now you're in the menu. Yeah, like, right. It's How cool. so cool. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, it's it's so and it's filled with all the charm and wit that you would expect from a Tim Schafer game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, dude, super great. Psychonauts is worth a playthrough. Yeah, it, I think I have that. Like graphically, okay, it's from 2004, right? So you accept you expect that. Yeah, but like from yeah, a PS2 graphics. Yeah, right. From a level design aspect and from a platforming aspect, it doesn't feel old at all. Uh-huh. Everything is programmed very well. Yeah. Um, and that's like the mark of like when you could put in like the old the original Super Mario Brothers and. Uh, jump right in and everything feels really tight and really responsive. Yeah, it's uh, the same kind of feeling. You you know that they, I like when things feel tight. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Psychonauts is uh, hilarious and charming, and uh, the level designs are all wild and like uh, like these crazy different kinds of designs that you wouldn't even think of. Yeah, because you're playing the game through people's minds. Yeah. So oh, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. people's minds look like to them <laughs> is what you're playing through. I have yeah. heard tell that the milkman's milk is delicious. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Yes. <laughs> I am part of the road construction crew. My back is killing me. <laughs> um, I love that game. It's really great. And they're going to make a second one. Yeah. And, uh, now, they, and they the thing like is started, right? Yeah. And the thing is now everybody knows that that's a good game because people found out about it like five years later that right. like, hey, wow, this game was really cool. I'm sorry I didn't play it when it came out. Now everybody <laughs> knows it's good. So everybody's going to buy Psychonauts I, too. I, I took the time to beat it it's and it. I, I am very happy yep. that I did. Worth it to complete it too, actually, if you want to go all the way through 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do the whole do the whole shit. Well, I did not, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's hard. It gets tough when you yeah. try to complete it, but I will say this. You guys have given me a large list more than I can actually play, yeah. <laughs> but says you, um, I think it's time for us to take a break. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, so with all of this in mind, there are 11 games. No, no, there are uh, 13 games on my list. Uh, let's take a break. Come back with our recommendations. 
The, the whole episode was recommended. <laughs> the whole episode was recommended. I have a non-video game recommendation. Okay. Don't worry. Uh, we'll be back with uh, recommendations and what we learned in just a moment. So the thing to me that was like such an interesting detail about that show mm-hmm. was that which is Breaking Bad, which way. is Breaking Bad, by the breaking way. Yeah, because we just yeah. came back on the air. <laughs> mm-hmm. The thing that was so interesting to me about that television show was that everybody who watched it top to bottom had a different point in the series in, yes. wh- in which they f- they were no longer with Walter White. Yeah. Um, they, OK. And this was something you so many. So, so many, many outs. You have so many yeah. outs to get for, him, right? Yeah. For for me, it was it was Jane. For me, it was right. when he watched okay. Jane. Yeah, that was way. And that was for a lot of people. That was it. For a lot of people, it was And spoiler alert. If you haven't watched Breaking Bad and you want to uh, for a lot of people, it was when the, the final episode of season four, when you see that last shot yes, on the, the plant, the zoom in on the lily of the valley. The, yeah. Yes. Yeah. OK. Um, I followed him. That was devastating. The, the part where <laughs> I stopped way later, because like I was you grew. You know, if you're a Sopranos sure. fan, I was groomed with the Sopranos, so I rooted for Tony Soprano for a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though it's the anti-hero that you want to succeed, right? You know what I mean? Even though... Yeah. They, and that's... The, the shows like that do that so well. They show you these characters doing horrible, yeah. horrible things. Yeah. And you still find a way to make them likable. Um, for me, I think it was the scene where he's like... And it's in se- like the first part of season five. He basically... He's telling Jesse, like, you'll get nothing like he's, you know what I yeah. mean? Oh, he, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has that great that great dialogue with him where he says something like, I don't know if you believe in hell, but if you do, you and I are probably going to go there. So <laughs> and, and it just basically tells him, like, you're getting nothing from me. That's yeah. where I lost him. That's like, yeah. It took me a long time to get to. So part it's with the betrayal Walter. of it's the betrayal of Jesse that did it. Yeah, I. I know, many times. So I, I know, uh, but yeah, the only friend that he had through that whole thing, yep. the only real person who was there with him. If nothing else, you can go, okay, Walt, yeah, he did all these terrible things, but he's part of a team at least. You're right. He's like, at least he's got to be loyal yeah. to the people uh, that made him. Well, that, yeah, there's there's a thing with Walt where it's like, you know, he he's he's at least... You know, you can sympathize for him in that he's a high school teacher out of out of his depth and he's mixed up in shit he doesn't understand. Yeah. If by the time he sends spoiler alert, mm. if by the time he sends Jesse to kill Gail, oh. you haven't lost your sympathy for him. Yeah, you're right. fucked up. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, I, you, the sympathy went away very early, I think, for him. But like, yeah, yeah there's you, there's a point where he decides to to stop being a patsy in the underworld and yeah, become the, the underworld. underworld. Right. Exactly. And, and what's brilliant about the series is that you everyone has different points as to where they pinpoint that happening. Yeah, right. I think yeah. to me, it's the stay out of my territory scene. <laughs> You're right. Like when he's that's a great so scene. Good. So it's, for, it's played for laughs too, yeah, right. which, which makes it so innocuous. Well, but it, in retrospect, you know what? It's, you know? it's played for laughs right until that last shot where yes. he's like in the parking lot confronting these two. So if people haven't seen Breaking Bad, there's a scene where I think Walter White at this point has basically reserved himself to the fact that he's done cooking meth and he doesn't want to. 
involve himself in this anymore. And he's at Home Depot and he's gathering some stuff for the garden <laughs> in his house. Right. And he runs into this Weasley looking meth head guy and he's got. Uh, he's like obviously setting up a meth. Kitchen. Obviously setting up a meth kitchen. Everything that he's got in his cart. And Walt looks like they run into each other. And Walt like looks at the cart and then looks up at him and kind of looks sideways at him. And the guy like recognizes like oh shit this guy knows what I'm up to. And Walt <laughs> says what are you doing? You're doing this all wrong. And he like explains to him why he's got the wrong stuff in his cart for what <laughs> right. he needs to do. Yeah, like different things that are like consumable by the yeah, chemicals right, or right, whatever. Yeah. Right, like you need you need it to be made out of this. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, and then he like the la- which is which is really funny at the time and then the, the, the scene ends with him walking out of the parking lot and it's these two guys you know the guy who he ran into at the store and then another guy who's out there who's like, like who's dude. like mad at him that he doesn't have all the stuff that he went in to buy and Walter like eyes them both up and gets in the one guy's face and goes stay out of my territory <laughs> which is like the moment of like okay this is who this character is going to yeah. be yep. from now on you know what I mean? You, you know what the scariest thing about Walter White is 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 uh, is his refusal of charity. We've all been in that position, yeah. right? Where where like someone wants to, you know, like you know, you're. It's pride, you know. It it, it, it Walter White's sin is pride, yeah. and, oh, and and more it's, than anything, and it's something pride and greed. It's something pride is something everyone can sympathize with. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, knowing that you're good at something, knowing that you're amazing at something and, <laughs> and, and being looked down on, like being like, well, if you need some help yeah, and, and, you know, f- that making you angry, you yeah, know, right. Like, like I, feel- I super identify with that. Yeah. yeah. Right. I super the identify thing is, with like, that. How evil would you be? That's really the right. question we all yeah, have. Is, right. Like, how evil would you be if it meant that you were actualizing your full potential? Right. Right. Sure. That's really the thing. Cause it's a, it's an incredibly yeah. modern problem is that people inherently aren't able to actualize their full potential. Cause these right. very specialized, you know, means of earning right. money have, have weeded most of us out of doing what we're actually maybe best at. Yeah. Think, think so about, how evil would you be? Think about every 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 blues or jazz genius that has that has died penniless and, yeah, and right. been appreciated two or three decades, decades later, later right. yeah, or right. maybe mm-hmm. even never. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and and, and uh, you know, y- y- you don't. It's it's the fear of obscurity. You know, you don't want to end up like that. Yeah. And 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 uh, like, wouldn't you rather be amazingly noteworthy for something shitty right. than yeah. unknown? And that's that's such a toxic attitude, isn't it? it? Is. Like like the idea the idea that like you know, if I'm going to be well known, it's going to be of my own merit. But no, everyone has help. Every yeah. everyone does. And yeah. that's that's the thing. It it's pride fucking with you. It's pride <laughs> fucking with you. It's just so relatable, I think. It's kind of what makes the, the whole thing work. Is it's like, that's a deep topic. Pride is a topic we could probably talk about on the show for <laughs> yeah, a long, I think so too. long yeah. time. Someone Sorry, we got off though. on a we were we, we went off on a weird tangent there. <laughs> we were like, talking about uh yes. talking about breaking bad. I, yeah, I just figured since we're talking about it, we may as well get it on mic. I gotta rewatch that show, man. It was so good. <laughs> uh, like like one of the only shows outside of outside of uh next generation and deep space nine that i like really fell in love with and like needed to know what was gonna Mm -hmm. happen oh yeah vince gilligan is a fucking genius oh yeah 
And you know what? And furthermore, like if you're if you really want to dive into that universe again and you want to take that ride again, watch Better Call Saul. Yeah. I know. I still haven't yet. I say, <laughs> the thing you is, you're in binge worthy <laughs> position because we still got another several months before the next season comes out. Yeah. You're yeah. in the perfect position to watch which, this. Which was exactly when you got me into Breaking Bad yes. in college. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Bob Odenkirk recently told someone. He's just waiting for the call, which means yeah. they haven't started this new season. Yeah, right. Which, um, which means there will be okay. a big gap. Okay. Oh yeah, right. I'll, yeah. Okay, I'll start. I'll start. There, I there, got time. Uh, this next season, I got to finish my third rewatch of Neon Genesis yeah, Evangelion right. first. Yeah, right. well, you pre- you're preaching to the choir here because I'm about to recommend uh, the Sopranos again. All right. Well, time, why don't you so. just do it? Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, I have been all consumed by this show. Yeah, we're into which, recommendations now. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to like take you right there. Uh, uh, I've been all consumed with the show i recommended it last week i think i recommended an episode called pine barons you did uh, which you takes did. place in you the did, in fact. third season of the sopranos which is arguably cons- which like one of the best episodes of the Means show nothing to me yeah, it doesn't mean uh, the, i picked I'll an episode watch, i promise you i'll watch it <laughs> okay no I'll, i would love to watch it we'll watch some of these episodes with what you. we what we should do with ben is just pick one really good episode and see if it catches him yeah, because I feel like if you watched one episode of the show, you're probably going to want to see more of the show. That's that's how I hooked Aubrey into Next Generation. Yes, yeah. I showed her some really good episodes. That's the way of to TNG. Do it. So <laughs> in that vein, because I've been all consumed, and now we're almost done. Yeah. three years later, <laughs> <laughs> because I've been all consumed with this series that I've already seen several times over. Um, this is like my a fifth total complete, fourth or fifth total complete watch through. No shit. Yeah, all the way wow. through. Um, yeah, um, and and this is the first watch through that I've had now that I'm like older, yeah, and I'm able to digest it and understand the art form behind it a little bit better. Sure. Uh, I recommended Pine Barrens, which is a really great, hilarious episode to get into to yeah. understand kind of. Kind of like a one of the very few wacky misadventure yeah, type things that ever show. happens on that yeah. show. It, it, like, and it's set up with such a dark pretext. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> so then when they're all like... Right, exactly. It's like, it you're like, really surprising. You're like, no, they were taking somebody out to the woods to kill them. <laughs> yes. right? You know what I mean? But then all of a sudden, which way did he go, George? Yeah, right. Exactly. So in that vein, let me recommend some of the more serious episodes. And I will say that there's a spoiler alert out for at least one of of these because one of them is later on in the series and it's actually an episode that I'm not too in my watch through yet okay. uh, and one of them is a little earlier on it's uh, an, an episode in season two called from where to eternity um, which ha- features maybe my favorite um, opening sequence of any television show and of, of any episode of TV ever um, it's just this this uh, and I'll give you a quick spoiler alert um, uh, soprano family soldier uh, Christopher Maltesanti, uh, Tony Soprano's nephew, mm-hmm. um, and and protege. In mm. the the last scene of the previous episode is uh, blown up, which is basically uh, um, in an attempt to uh, make themselves like uh, like new up and comers. These two fucking goons who are associates with the crime family uh, decide to take him out. As a favor to another uh, another associate. Does this oh, have anything shit. to do with a truck full of coats or whatever it was? Or no, that that was that thing? was earlier. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to impress this guy who's a made guy in the family, and they try to assassinate Tony's nephew. Um, uh, and the the episode previous ends to him in the hospital, hooked up to machines. It's also the only episode of The Sopranos that doesn't end with 
music at the end title sequence. It's just the the yeah. heart machine beeping. And as, who are you? Yeah, right. The proud Lord said. <laughs> so the next episode of this is called From Where to Eternity, and it's it opens with Christopher in the hospital and his girlfriend Adriana um uh basically running down the hallway as they're trying to as as machines start going off and he's losing consciousness and he's dying. Yeah. Um Okay. Uh, and it's played really expertly because the 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 song that opens the episode is a song by Otis Redding called uh, My Lover's Prayer. And it's just this long, mm. four-minute, beautiful sequence of um, Christopher at the hospital basically almost dying, uh, everybody thinking that he's about to die. And uh, it's interspersed with cuts of uh, Tony and his wife, Carmela, who are going through uh, – Horrible marital problems at the time, having an argument as this song is playing over top of the scene. Oh, in, um, in fairness, them having marital problems is the show. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it never <laughs> Top to bottom, it's the whole right. thing, yeah. the, the most yeah. believable the, on screen couple ever. And the most, the most driving conflict of the whole show because it's so incredibly consistent. Yeah, right. <laughs> like when you think they're about to solve things, they don't. Yeah, right. It really yeah. pulls you along through the whole series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and there's just this this great. I remember there's this great shot in that scene of the in that opening of Tony like, like they get in this argument and Carmela grabs a pillow and storms out of the bedroom and like marches downstairs like she's gonna go sleep on the couch, and then the next shot is of Adriana running down the hallway to like go to the hospital bed where Chris is like dying, yeah. uh, and then the next shot is Tony waking up out of a dead sleep grabbing the phone next to the bedside stand leaning over and like crying like they have to go to the hospital to see what's going on with them. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. just it's so beautifully filmed. And the entirety of that episode is is, um, you know, really well done from top to bottom. And the ending um, basically completes that entire opening sequence okay. uh, really artfully. Okay. Um, and there's not a ton of huge spoilers for that. Uh, I will tell you that the next episode that I will recommend very briefly, there are some spoilers, too, because it takes place later in the series. Was, <laughs> so we had a, t a conversation about it not that long ago. It was an episode later in the series called Stage 5. Um, oh, no. In which um, <laughs> in which uh, it basically sets up the entire last story arc of the series in which uh, Lupertazzi, uh, New York not Tony's family, the uh, the New York family. Yeah. Uh, the boss, Phil Leotardo, basically makes the decision that he's done taking orders from other people. He's he's done doing things for other people. He's going to he's in charge now. He's making the decisions. He's moving in. He's moving in. He's yeah. basically making the decision that he's going to take what he wants by force, which basically means wiping out um the entire leadership of the Soprano crime family. Right. Um, that's, mm. There's that really perfectly executed final scene of that show inter intercut with this song called Absolutely Chicken Town, which is, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what the song is it's, called? It's a poem. It's like a, like a British punk poet, and it's done with this really crazy, absurd music over top of it. And it's basically Phil Leotardo saying to one of his captains, no more Butchie, no more of this. Yeah. yeah, this this is long drawn out yeah. scene. I'll show it to you when we get upstairs. Uh, but it's him saying like, "I'm done taking shit from everybody. This is what I want. This is how we're." Which he kind of does for a long time. Yeah, the thing is, like everyone, the 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 interesting thing that the show like reveals about the mafia, which maybe a lot of people knew but wasn't entirely clear to me, is like because it's families, 
there's a weird amount of compromise. Yeah, right. It's like territories that barely overlap other territories, mm-hmm. and it's about you know like uh, people being in line and mm-hmm. you know like the top down kind of thing and making sure that you're respecting the, the people f- above you well, there, and there's next a, to you. There's a famous scene in the show where one of the characters is made. Basically, they, yeah. they make him. They give him his. They do the whole ceremony. They right? do the whole ceremony. They yeah. give him his button. He's part of Omerta, right? Um, and they they tell him like, okay, this family comes before everything. Yes, it comes before your wife. It comes before your children. It comes before God. It comes before this is. Yeah, this is what this is your life now. So. Yeah. They tell you there's a great Christopher Baltasanti line at some point in the series that's like, that's the guy, Adriana, my Uncle Tony. That's the guy I'm going to hell for. It's like, <laughs> ugh, you know what I mean? Like super dark. So watch those two episodes. If you want to get into the show, my life has been all consumed by that. I'm almost to the end. And I know I'm going to fall into the same trap uh, from where to eternity from season two and then from season six. Stage five. Strong recommendations. Strong recommendations yeah. as to good episodes to get involved in. Do you got something, Ben? I do. Yeah, right. I want to recommend watching Pulp Fiction in a Hot Tub. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Can we talk about that? We we, talked, we didn't even talk about we that. We said we were. We haven't even talked about the uh, the Bachelor project. I know. We talked briefly about playing Halo. We didn't talk about most. We of said it. we might do a um uh like a special episode when we were out there. We and did it, not. You we, know what? We did not. We did not. It's a good thing we didn't. <laughs> you know what? It is a good thing we did. How could we have? It there was. It would have been too much work in a place where we were just having fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so so at this bachelor party, we we watched uh, a grand total of four movies. Yeah, yes. two of them in the hot tub, uh, Big Lebowski and Pulp Fiction in the hot tub. Yes, yes. Deadpool two and Ace Ventura two. I am leaving the, one out because we also watched Happy Gilmore. Did we, we not? did watch Happy Gilmore. We did. Holy we shit! Did. We did. We did. We watched it. We did. We didn't we, really watch it, but it was on while we were eating steak. Yeah, we oh, okay. we, we watched um, uh, <laughs> we watched uh, Ace Ventura while we were playing cards. Yeah. yeah, and then when it was time to make the steaks, we put Happy Gilmore on and we ate the steaks with Happy Gilmore. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, I I yeah I remember the opening. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, um, I highly recommend watching movies in a hot tub, making man soup. Um, <laughs> I gotta tell you, man, that was a blast. That was exactly it was really what good. It was Everything to be. worked the way it was supposed to when we got yes. it all set up. Yeah, it was just great, man. We got very lucky that we didn't have any huge inconveniences. No, like huge bears. Yeah. Like right. I kept thinking a bear was gonna show up. No, I don't know what my problem was. No, the the most that showed up from the wilderness was that little lizard. Yeah, oh, lizard. That lizard. little lizard buddy that, that kept hanging out next to a propane tank. He was like, hey, what you guys doing? Yeah, you guys grilling? I y'all, like grilling. Y'all making meats? Y'all like meat? I like meat. Can I come in there? <laughs> and, and then when I, when I tried to pet him, he was like, ah! And he, <laughs> and he ran away. Did you try to pet him? I missed that. I tried to pet him. Yeah, he, you were he trying to away. catch him. I, I wanted to catch him, and I got close, and he like did one of these, like, what the fuck are you doing? Kind of things. Like, and he like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, ah! And he just ran. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to grab you. Don't worry. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, we did not see dangerous animals at all. No, it was it was good. It, it's because we had multimedia going. We were playing Halo. We were watching movies. We had mm-hmm. the giant light up hot tub. I think yes. that's enough to confuse and scare animals yes. away from from. Uh, and you guys let me cook. I got to cook. And you we, know, I knew you wanted to. I did. Is, I love cooking. I, I wanted don't to take care of things for you, but then I was like, no, this guy wants to cook. I love no, cooking. No, you you made one of the best steaks I've ever. Real talk. Had. I think that's one of the best steaks I've ever had. Too. It was really good. And those were, those were like 
New York strip, not even a crazy state. Yeah, right. No, it right. was like a real. Well, like a ribeye or a porterhouse or right, anything. Yeah, it was it like was... a normal everyday cut Wait, of steak. But it's really good. Your seasonings were fucking flawless. Here's the thing. Absolutely flawless. Unless I was not paying attention, I believe you basically hit it with salt, pepper, and garlic salt. SP SPG. SPG. All purpose AP rub. All purpose seasoning. Salt, pepper, garlic. That's yeah. it. And yep. here's yeah. the trick. Hell yeah. Salt heavily. That's the yes. trick. You have to fucking don't be a. Don't be a baby and put the fucking salt Don't on. Don't be a weenie. Put the goddamn yeah. salt on the steak. So, yeah. Salt draws the moisture out. Yes. You got you to gotta get that moisture out. And and you got to get the fat flavor. Yes. But then you also want to wait, right? Because the... it'll pull it back in is the thing. Well, right? like well the steak pro tip, what you want to do is salt the steak, get it up to room temperature, and then pat it dry so you get that good mm. crust on the outside. Right. And then once it's cooked, then you let it rest for at least 10 minutes so all the moisture goes back in. Yeah. It. Yes. I, hi- I highly recommend... Uh, spending a weekend in a cabin with your best friends is honest is, to God. Can we please? That's my recommendation. Please, bachelor parties aside, can we please do that again yeah. sometime? <laughs> fucking a. Yeah. That, that, that might so that might be fun. my fucking bachelor party, man. Honestly, if you want if you to, want to do that, we can make that happen again, <laughs> dude. I would love that. That, <laughs> that was that was one of the what, best weekends of my fucking life. Whatever you want to do, that was so much fun. Yep. I'm all about that. We played yep. Halo. We watched we watched amazing <laughs> movies. We played cards for God's sake. We played some great cards. We just yeah, did, we, did. we just did guy stuff for a whole weekend. How much we fun made was that? Steak. Yeah. We made burgers and sausage. It was so I good. I sat out on the porch at eleven o'clock with a beer in my hand, smoking a cigar yeah. with my shirt off. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that was Great. How often do you get to do I got that? Drunk in a hot tub. I, I don't have a hot tub. No one I know has a hot tub. I, I fucking one of these days, boys. Yeah, I'm one telling of these you. Days. Yeah, I, we're gonna have a big box that says hot tub fund at the wedding. Aubrey, Aubrey I wasn't joking about that. Aubrey wants mm-hmm. a hot tub. I know she wants one. We're gonna get one one of these days. We spent way longer in a hot tub than is recommended by. Oh, it's definitely dangerous to spend that much time. In a oh hot yeah, like hours. <laughs> <laughs> we just sat in a hot tub for hours. We watched a movie plus hung out for longer so. and drank and drank a <laughs> lot of beer. <laughs> what did we figure it out? We ended up being something like twenty beers a person. No, it's per- more. It was like forty beers a person. Yeah, it was like hundred and sixty plus. Yeah, well, I mean, like total. per day, right? Like it was like twenty, 20 a day, twenty day, twenty now, beers a day. The actual math works out more like it was more like 10 to, 10 to 15 a day on Friday and like 30 to 35 on Saturday. Yeah. But that's because you start drinking early Earlier. because you're on vacation, you got nothing to do and you're doing it kind of slowly. You have the whole yeah. day to do it. You wake up on Saturday morning with a hangover. Well, I guess I better drink some <laughs> hair of the dog. Right. But yeah, no, it's ridiculous. We yeah. drank a stupid amount of beer. Yep. Um, yeah, it was. And I'd was, love to do that again. Listen, I, you I do highly that again? recommend it. I highly recommend uh, uh, going to going to the ass end of nowhere with with your best buds, yes. getting a hot tub, watching movies, and getting drunk off your ass. I can't stress yeah. to you enough how much I would be willing for you to do that for your bachelor party <laughs> if you want. I can't stress enough how much I'd be willing to do that for I my do, bachelor party. We have to talk about that because we're coming. We're we're going to be thinking about that soon. Whatever you want to do. Coming. We, we're coming. <laughs> we're we, coming. We will find a way I, yes. to make that happen for you, whatever you want to do. And like nothing is off limits short of leaving the country. That, right. You know, I'm I'm the same way as you are. I, I don't I don't care for strippers. I don't no, I don't no, want no. I don't want strippers. I, like, like, what the fuck's the point? Not, I'm not I, that kind of guy. I, so I, I right. want to I want to get drunk, play video games. I want to play a lot of video games, okay. like a lot of okay. video games. 
All right. An unhealthy amount of video games. We can do that. <laughs> we can do whatever you want because we get to plan it and uh, motherfucking land party. You leave that up to us, boyo. We'll figure out whatever you tell us what you want to do and we'll make it happen. Hell yeah, yeah, true. Um, but I recommend that. That's okay. my recommendation. That's Hang out one. with your boys. Uh, well, I second that. First of all, all right. Uh, but uh, but uh, second of <laughs> all, uh, I will tell you this: I am recommending to people, please, for the love of God, watch Letter Kenny. It is so fucking stupid funny. <laughs> I need to. I definitely it's, need it's to. It's unbelievably funny. I resisted this for a long time. We were just talking about that, weren't we? With the yeah. with the like, yeah on Sunday. No, I mean like we were talking about resisting stuff because people yeah, right. like Game you of Thrones. Game oh, of Thrones. Yeah. That was yeah, yeah. yeah, just now. Right, because yeah. like people yeah. recommend it, and you you have your reservations. The Wire is still right. the one that I haven't taken the dive in. That's same, that's got to be same. next because I I can't just keep watching the same shit that I like over and over right. again. Where, yeah. The Wire is HBO? HBO. Yeah, so I can find that on yep. HBO now. Oh, you God. don't want my HBO login. You can watch whatever you want. Yeah. All right. Before I go on about Letterkenny, do you know that AT&T now has six different streaming services Holy based on shit. like whether you have cable or not or where you are or whatever? And do you know that HBO is about to have extra ones? They already have Now and Go, and they're about to have an extra one, which is HBO Plus, where you get shit from NBC and Adult Swim and all kinds of extra shit. There's too many uh, streaming packages. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, I told you there was the one that... Um, Disney, I recommend piracy. Disney now. Yeah, Disney... Disney, Disney is going to add on what? Yeah, Disney, the Disney Plus or whatever it is, Disney Now, and then you get Hulu and you get ESPN Plus with that yeah. for 13 bucks a month. And I'm already paying... Well, Trish is already paying for the expensive Hulu where you don't get ads because fuck ads. Yeah. Uh, which is like 12 bucks a month anyway. So why wouldn't I do that and get my fucking ESPN? Right. <laughs> the thing is, that's all cool, but there's too many streaming packages. Yes. Um, but if you have Hulu, you can watch Letterkenny. There are five seasons. There are about eight episodes a season, something like that. It is stupid funny. It takes place <laughs> basically in rural Ontario. Um, it's uh, a band of friends. It's, it centers around a primary cast of four with a bunch of extras who are... I don't know. They 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 spend most of their time uh, either getting in fights with uh, people that uh, that uh, that uh, give them shit, right? Or spending time <laughs> sitting around their vegetable stand arguing about like basic things, like the noises that porn stars make. In yes, 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 yes. That one, yeah, right? Yeah. You got to put a little pepper on it, bud. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's basically it's basically like um, Joe Para talks with you meets uh, Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like it's got that. It's got that great wholesome, way to describe it. It's got it's that right. That, like it's it's like super northern Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> it is. It's. At both times, it's very relatable and sometimes wholesome and also very filthy. Yeah, right. Um, but it's a lot of fun. The characters are great. Uh, their idiosyncrasies are great. The running gags pay off big time. Um, <laughs> there's this ongoing I joke. I love that. Yeah, a good if, running gag. If you, were, if you were raised on Futurama at all, you appreciate the running gag. <laughs> yeah, right. like something that you might have forgotten about. Right. So, like, there's this ongoing gag about... Uh, some brothers that, or not brothers, but friends that may have fucked an ostrich. It goes seasons long, right? They keep, and, and then every time someone mentions it, Squirrely Dan, who is a character, says, Squirrely Dan. He says, allegedly. No matter what, he always <laughs> brings allegedly in, right? So then, I don't know, we're completely unrelated. Another episode, someone refers to herself as this old goat, and Squirrely Dan says, allegedly. 
like like <laughs> so, like someone about she's she's talking about you know like uh, something sexual you know this old goat and he goes allegedly uh, it's just funny and weird like the, the thing is that the running gags uh, are sounds like uh, Canadian Arrested Development almost kind of yeah it's um, got that kind of thing where like like people like Mitch Hurwitz who really care about their work sure and pay attention to all those little details of the universe they made right um, <laughs> super funny more than anything. The important yeah. thing. The important thing is, is it funny? It is very funny. <laughs> um, I I could give details, but I won't. You just kind of have to watch it. If you don't want to watch the whole show and want to decide whether you like it, go on YouTube and look up uh, the steak scene. Steak. <laughs> they're talking about how to cook a steak properly, and it's about two minutes long. And I think it says everything I think about yeah. the show. This is, is the way that you there. recommend TV series. By the way, you pick yeah. something like an episode or a moment specifically. Yeah, no one's gonna watch an entire show on right. spec. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So I'm done recommending shows like that. That's yeah. the way we have to do that from yeah. now on. If, right. something. If, if you're on, if you're on the fence about watching Next Generation, watch the episode Measure of a Man. If oh, if so if you think it's yeah. super boring because there's no phasers or anything, then I'm the, sorry. The don't don't watch TV. Star Trek is not for you. <laughs> but yeah, watch Letter Kenny, and especially if you're not sure, watch the steak scene. It's literally called <laughs> the steak scene on YouTube. It was uh, great. In which uh, Jared Kiso's character Wayne refers to salt and pepper as S and P, the choice for me, bud. <laughs> um, that's all you need, bud. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need, bud. Uh, down the hatch. Maybe garlic, maybe if you want. Squirrely did keep saying, Montreal steak seasoning really ought to be a part of this conversation. <laughs> is, that the, is that the fat guy with yeah, the beard? The fat okay. guy with the beard. Squirrely Dan. <laughs> anyway, that is that for recommendations. Why don't we move on? Gentlemen, did we learn anything? Nope. I, I, I neglected to write anything. I wrote, I wrote very little here. Actually. <laughs> I got very little, too. Because we had a lot of just, like, talking to each other kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so I wrote, uh, th- there's no name for the space between two naked women. Yeah, I just wrote space puss. Space that, puss? That's the space where Jesus goes. <laughs> <laughs> Leave enough room for Jesus. Leave room for Jesus. Right. <laughs> To fuck you in in between your five minutes. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, I wrote the Hamburglar means me ill will. <laughs> I don't trust. He means ham- everyone ill will. Yeah, He's right. out to steal He's your fucking burglar. burgers. He already got my driver's license, so I don't know <laughs> that bastard. Yeah. Uh, I wrote Louis C.K. took the skin train to Judah. T- <laughs> I got that too. I got <laughs> the skin train to Tuna Town. <laughs> Fucking good luck figuring out what the fuck that is. It's about masturbation. I get that. Yeah. Do you? I get that. It doesn't seem like you do. I get the skin. That's so funny to me. I'm sorry. You you take the five knuckle tuna (laughs) to skin town. Like how fucking hard is it? Wait wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Your train schedule was reversed. (laughs) You take you take the five train knuckle. Into the town of Tuna. No, you, no, take you the, said the skid town. You take the Tuna the train town. to Five Knuckle Town. What did I say? You get on the knuckle train. You <laughs> get, get on the left knuckle of Tuna. Train. Get back on. You turn, you don't, you yeah, I should have taken that left at Tuna Town. Yeah, and then you take it right at Vaginaville. Right. Right. That's what you. Except it's. Well, no, because then you'll end up in Space Puss. You need to get. <laughs> right. You need to get your way to Tuna Town. Right. So you can come you in get your on hand. That, you got to get on that connector. Get off. Turn on. Go to the other platform. Wait 10 And then minutes. get off again. Right. And then yes. get off Right. And, and that's when you that's when you jerk off into a Kleenex. You're all right. You know that. Yeah. You, <laughs> you shuffle <laughs> the five knuckles. 
Uh, I also John wrote Cena. into Tuna Town. <laughs> I wrote Chris's uh, route in Resident Evil is to hide and be a baby. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, I wrote uh, the only other thing that I learned is that Ben really wants you to play Witcher 3. Yes. Uh, I really Badly. want you to play all of the Witchers. <laughs> yes. Uh, I wrote, I want a fizzy palmy treatsy. Yeah, I really want to try that. That's not a bad idea. We could do that with a We stream. could do that. Yeah. You're not supposed to like carbonate things that are already mixed in the bottle, but I don't care. Wait, no, why? Right. Who said that? They they do. They want you to carbonate the water and then you pour the syrup in. Why would I do that? What? No. Yeah. Why would I do that? That's what they want you to do. Why would I do that? I think so that stuff doesn't rush up into the nozzle. I don't care. It's <laughs> not either. It's your soda stream. <laughs> I don't care about you soda. Fuck your shit, Dave. <laughs> I don't fucking you know, care. You know I don't give a fuck. You know how you keep stuff from rushing up into the nozzle is uh, you don't take the five knuckle tuna to skin town. No, you got to make your way to Tuna Town. Wait, is it Tuna Town or Skin Town, or is it Space Plus? Yes. <laughs> tuna Town. And when skin the bards <laughs> sing of the fall of Egypt, they will say it began in Skinsville. <laughs> Well, Skinsville to town. Nobody knows what that nobody is. knows what any all, of this is. It's all five knuckle Greek to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. We're done. Uh, thank you for listening to the Dudecast. Um, we love you all. Thank you for yeah. being loyal listeners. You know what? I love you guys. Oh, however uh, many of there you are now. There's a I yeah. Think there's a lot more than the last time we checked. Really? I think so. Well, not a lot more, I, but there's more. I highly value every one of our listeners. Um, Wendy's. Let's name them one by one. Right Wendy's, now. you can still sponsor us if you wanna. Wake up, Wendy. <laughs> Wendy's, sponsor us. Yes. Give us money. We'll Get- plug you. We'll we'll. Oh, eat, we'll plug you. We'll <laughs> eat baconators into the mic on the show like this. <laughs> oh, that's a piece of bacon, isn't it? Oh, I'm gonna fucking plug the oh. shit out of Wendy's. <laughs> I. I'm gonna make Wendy's bite the pillow. If you if you've ever wondered, <laughs> grab Wendy by her ponytails. <laughs> I'm gonna you, mash Wendy's face into the pillow and just fucking. If you've ever wondered what it's like to have a uh, an entire layer of bacon on your hamburger that is completely encased in mayonnaise, oh, go yeah. and order the motherfucking baconator. Yeah, that's right. Do you want lettuce and onions on that? You don't get lettuce and onions on that. You don't need lettuce and onions on that. I don't order a Baconator expecting rabbit food. (laughs) Give Give me me literally meat. I'd like meat, meat, and stuff that came out of meat, please. Actually, can you kill the guy in the back who's mopping and put it on my burger? (laughs) Dump his cerebrospinal fluid on his dressing. Hey, hey, Ted, get over here. Lay down on the counter, Ted. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's a samurai? sword for boss (laughs) anyway that's it this is the three dudes show thank you for listening uh we will be back probably in two weeks uh with another episode in which chris will be hosting yes possibly in one week maybe two yeah who cares fuck it whatever who cares we don't know you a goddamn thing yeah uh again we love you we'll see you next time we do love you though (laughs) uh goodbye bye Shoot the president. <laughs>